Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 417 for the week of March 11, 2017. I'm Chris Privet here, bringing you the latest in RPG everything. Um, and we've got another treat, another guest with us this week. Zach Webster joins us because he's played the end games. <laughs> yes. <Zach>. Hello. <laughs> Near and Neo. Woo. I thought you said engage. You're like, he side talking? Oh, are you side talking? Do you have the taco? No, I don't, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> You know what's funny is we actually sold the N-Gage in Canada at EB Games, mm-hmm. but there was no phone carriers that would actually support them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like the best of all worlds. I think we sold one. <laughs> I'm amazed like that there's... Our manager. I'm amazed that there's people out there that actually collect the N-Gage. Um, Mistiana has some N-Gage stuff because she got an N-Gage from like an industry event. So there are apparently, people out there with them, but it a, apparently it's one. a very easy system to collect for and get a complete set. <laughs> Surprise. Speaking of a complete set, completing our set today is Kelly Ryan. Hello. Anna Marie Privetier. Good morning. Alice Wilkinson. I am here. I just keep forgetting to mute. <laughs> and you, dear listener. Thank you for joining us. And we have a guest. We talked about Zach already. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. didn't hear you, you actually say his that. name. That was the first thing I did. <laughs> Awkward. Also joining me this week, unlike last week, both cats are now oh harassing God, me. They've been so annoying this morning. Yeah. Um, Simon and Sophie. Simon's the black cat. Sophie's the mixed cat. Um, oh, I don't have the camera set up. Well, stare at the spreadsheet instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's jump into it. Who's been playing Zelda? Uh, you have. I have. I have. I have. <laughs> All right. So, good. are we ready good to talk. are we ready to feast <laughs> on some crow? Yeah. What's the crow? No, I mean that we were all saying that it was going to be the most disappointing game of the year. We did. And that we're all. Well, who said that? We said that on our uh, the game of the year show. Oh, the oh, game yeah. of the year show. <laughs> did you guys really we... call it the the expected biggest letdown? Yeah. Oh man, were you wrong? <laughs> there was no way it was going to live up to the hype, Anna. You didn't understand. Okay. Then it came out and it, it exceeded the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Hence our festival of crow. Yeah. That we're eating right now. Well, Simon's black. Does he count? I'll eat him. Yeah, but he's probably gamey. <laughs> he doesn't like being picked up. Purr into the mic. Purr into the mic. He's not doing it. So, uh, what, what, okay, so I'm further in. I've done the first dungeon. I've got a power. I have, I don't know, how many hours can I tell somehow? I'm glad that this game doesn't have an hour count. Oh, um, you want me to tell you how long you've been playing Zelda? Yeah, you can tell with the let parental me, controls. Let me check my Switch parental app. By the way, yep. um, you have had the Switch for a week, so you've now unlocked the the thing on the switch itself what it, like the like the Wii before it it keeps track of how long you've uh, your activity log how long does you've the, played but you have to have it for a week before yeah, you can so do you that after, it doesn't activate till yeah you have to have played a game for a week before it shows up in the activity log okay that's um, weird 
you have played a lot of this game. Um, <laughs> 14, 16, 20, uh, 20. That can't be right. Six, it's counting sleep time or something. 27 and a half. There's, 28 hours? No. Yeah, 28 hours. I, that's not possible, Anna. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some days that the that the number is fairly small. I I don't trust your math. But let's see. You say I can get this on the Switch itself? Yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows where. Nobody knows how this works. Um, Does the Wii U have an activity log? Yeah. Okay. It shows how little I've turned on the Wii U. <laughs> I mean, between this and Tokyo Mirage Sessions, this is the most use that system has gotten out of me since I got it for Christmas. When... Uh, Mario 3D Land World came out. It sounds about right. Oh, I have a friend request. But, uh, oh, I don't know who <laughs> that is. But uh, yeah, Zelda. I this never in a game have I felt like I have done so little and yet so much because I got my eye stone, and I've just been kind of running around the world trying to unlock the map and find shrines and I haven't progressed the story at all. And I'm um, at like... Are you trying to do all the towers first before you proceed with the plot or something? Yeah, I want to try and track down as many towers as possible and try to get a decent supply of hearts and stamina wells. Oh, so you're going to have shrines too then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going after shrines and plus the nice thing is that the shrines are great fast travel points so that you can get to places pretty quickly as well. And I'm trying to track down Korok seeds to kind of help expand out my inventory. I I need to find a guide for that because I need so much inventory and it's so frustrating. You you know what I've learned? Here's my number hmm. one tip. Here's, Here's my clickbait. Number one tip for finding Korok seeds. Pick up rocks. (laughs) <laughs> that's it <laughs> well what's been neat about the Korok seeds is that you go to well, like there's one in Kakariko village and you there are five jars and four apples in these jars that is a recurring theme actually you'll see that other yeah. places too yeah and you kind of think okay what happens if I put an apple in this jar oh no. look there's a Korok that, that's so and nice lot- here's what I thought ooh free apples <laughs> Yeah, my husband did the same thing. He did the exact same thing, and I'm like, no, if, seriously, put apples in those jars, you'll get a Korok scene. He was like, oh, you're right. Oh, and a lo- it pays to be giving. A lot of the Korok seeds are like that. Can like, I, I found one now? where there was, I found one where there was a circle of rocks and one rock missing. So I went and found a rock and put it oh, in the missing cool. spot. That's nice. So it kind of it kind of teaches you how to be creative and kind of spot these things and be like, okay, something is off about this. I wonder if I do this and your hunch turns out to be right. And you feel so smart and rewarded for it. I need to find a Korok guide sliced up by region. (laughs) I don't know how you would approach it. It's be intimidating. I've heard people say that this game is really, is really worked best without a guide because you feel so rewarded screw that I want to be powerful this is a power (laughs) fantasy 
Give me all the things. <laughs> hey, do you know there's a bunch of guides out there talking about unbreakable equipment, and there's actually no unbreakable equipment in this game? <laughs> the stuff people label as unbreakable, one of the items doesn't actually exist. It's just a mistake. One of the things can break, actually, in that, and if you'll notice, some of the guides that tell you how to get it will also tell you how to get a replacement, which, why do you need a replacement if it can't break? Um, and then the third thing breaks and can, well, can come back, but it's still broken for a while. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, so for those of you searching for all the unbreakable equipment, prepare to have your hearts and hopes dashed a little. Yeah, Does the Master just... Sword break? Um, I don't want to talk too much about the Master Sword. That seems okay. spoilery, you know? <laughs> well, I mean... Which is, a way yeah, of, I... which is kind of my implied way of saying yeah. <laughs> okay. But not really. <laughs> I was just curious because I found it and okay. I'm trying to unlock steps to get it. Okay. And that's all I can say about that. <sighs> but... My That's the one thing, thing I'm not looking up is where to find the Master Sword, but I'm so intimidated that I'm going to miss it. No, he, there's no way. There's no way? There's no way I in hell. Not. Put it this way. If you are familiar with past Zelda games and locations in past Zelda games, you're going to find the Master Sword. Oh, under a graveyard. Under a tombstone in the graveyard, then. No. <laughs> That's how it is in Zelda 1. <laughs> think two Zelda games after. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're thinking. Yes, I know. Yeah. But my, my favorite thing about this game so far has been, because my husband is playing it too, has been playing it, and then at the end of the day, before we go to bed at night, talk about what we did and what we've discovered. And you know, g- giving each other tips. And how are you and both stuff. playing like, it? Do you have two Wii U's, or are you yeah, taking turns? Yeah, two Wii U's. Oh wow, yeah, like the only no house one. in America with two <laughs> Wii U's. How'd you pull that yeah. off? I hope you had a sale. Wow. No, no, actually, I convinced him to buy his own Wii U because I was telling him that they was getting kind of hard to find. But like, th- you just got done telling us this is the most you've w- used your Wii U ever. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, it's been a good investment to have two Wii U's. Well, when I guess when they announced the Switch, people started snapping them up, mm-hmm. and they've become hard to find. Hmm. And one of the collectors I watch on YouTube, Metal Metal Jesus, said that like he had people when he bought his, he had people stopping him in the parking lot wanting to buy it off of him. Dying to get a Wii U, huh? Well, <laughs> yeah. How much were they off? Nintendo was wondering where all these people were three years ago. I know. Right? I know. But um, yeah, it's been really fun to kind of talk about the game with him. And we've also been using the Amiibos to get gear. Me too. And Did you know there's funny... like some of the Amiibos have like rare items? Yeah. And what's funny is that, you know... Um, I have pretty much all of the Zelda Amiibos, and we were kind of transferring them back and forth, and we bought a Easter basket bucket to keep them in. So <laughs> I have a little I'm cardboard done... box right here full of Amiibos. Yeah. <laughs> in fact... So when, uh, when I'm done with them for the day, I bring them upstairs and put them next to his Wii U controller, and he's like, oh, thank you for the leaving me the Amiibo bucket. <laughs> the Amiibo bucket. <laughs> we were texting a friend who was like... Uh, who he's playing it on the Wii U 
So I was like, you know, you have a key to our house. Anytime you want to come over and just like take our box of amiibos, just bring it back the next day. No, no, not a whole day. I have to scan those in, Anna. <laughs> bring the switch and, with. Oh, he doesn't have a switch. He's got a Wii U, doesn't he? He's got a Wii U. Shoot. All right. And have you been using Wolf Link at all? Not really. For some reason, uh, here's here's a weird thing. My Wolf Link has 20 hearts, and I don't know why. Because we didn't do Cave of Trials stuff. See, that makes me angry. I had to go find my save file and get my Wolf Link to have at least 10 hearts. And well, my original save file got deleted by accident, so I had to use my husband's save file, which didn't have all the hearts, and I was pretty salty about oh, that. Oh, this is cute. So I just used an amiibo to have all the stuff fall from the sky and it started cooking because I'm in the Goron City. Yeah, so if you... <laughs> actually, no, yeah. So if you set the area on fire, as stuff drops, it will cook itself and the chest will open up. Oh. That's cute. But yeah, well, using Wolf Link, man, he is OP. He will just destroy things and he will go... Hunt down foxes and birds for you. So it's really almost need... like having how hunter pets used to work in WoW. Hmm. Cool. All right. Let's see here. I'm yeah. trying to think of how to ask questions without it being spoilers. I know, right? It's like... <laughs> so we, we've kind of tackled how everyone's... Wait, Zach, how are you playing the game? What's your what's your tap uh, that you're taking? Uh, I'm basically doing the same thing. I haven't done much of the plot prog- uh, plot progression. Just going around doing shrines, Korok seed stuff. Uh, any anything else like, like avoiding combat when I can? I'm I count put me in the camp of I don't like that my weapons break sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I just avoid combat whenever I get the chance. Haven't I, I'm still pretty early on though. I'll admit Which, I'm not. Which sounds like a great plan until you realize you need parts from all those monsters eventually. So I would oh, encourage no, I mean, you to it, do like, some it, combat. No, I mean, it's it, like, I mean, I'm, I'm doing the cooking. I'm doing the combat like when it's necessary. I just like if I'm if I've only got like stuff that's like 20 damage or higher, I'm not going to go fight a bunch of like little boblins or whatever their names are. Unless I'm just throwing like the infinite bombs or whatever at them over and over yeah. again. <laughs> Bomb hunting is apparently a very well-regarded strategy. A lot of people like to do that. It doesn't, doesn't cost you any resources in, in a game where everything is a limited resource to a certain extent. You know, that's that's something. I also get frustrated when I'm halfway up a mountain and it starts raining. Uh, that's If I had to find one thing I just do not like about this game, it's that. Uh, they don't give me a way to mitigate me slipping when I'm climbing. So, Yeah, rain in this game can just die. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, I like I like how the weather effects all have, like, practical, like, applications, and I don't mind that, like, that's actually a thing that happens, but there's not, like, an elixir I can make, so I can ignore that. Like, there's no tools for me to ignore that, so I'm basically just stuck on the side of the mountain because I don't want to go back down. I'm still climbing the mountain, but I'm stuck there until the rain ends, basically. See, I've just been going down to the base of the mountain and building a campfire and waiting it out or skipping time until it stops raining. And that's fair. I'll, I'll admit it took me like call it reading comprehension or a lack thereof, but it took me a while to figure out how to make Flint work to make fires. 
Like, I, I kept dropping it with wood and nothing would happen. So, like. <laughs> Yeah, I, maybe you didn't spend much time in the Boy Scouts, but you can't just throw a rock at a piece of wood and get fire. That's not how well, that works. I also, can't ju- I, I also can't just put five apples into, a, like, a hot pot and get, like, tastier apples. Like, apparently like, you can. Well, apparently in, apparently in Hyrule you can, so. Yeah, I had to learn. <laughs> All my mushrooms mix. just started flying off the screen. <laughs> because they baked and it created an updraft and so they just took off. <laughs> yeah, I've had to learn not to put like one of everything into the pot because then it creates the pixelated Oh, the pixelated food is the best. What are you talking about? That, that is a nice touch. The the little <laughs> It's the, so bad we can't even bit. show it to yeah. you. <laughs> And it looks like Link is about to puke when you feed it to him, which is great. Oh, yes. Yeah, I ate some of that. I needed the heart, or the quarter heart, or whatever it gave me. You were- See, I was getting ones that was hitting like two or three hearts, and that wasn't that bad for the beginning of the game. Oh, man. So, do you guys have the complaint that I have that you wish that there was a recipe list? Yes. Okay. These are complaints I'm hearing from lots of places. The inventory... Ma- I mean, some people like the inventory management, but a lot of people are frustrated by it. Um, the weapons break a bit too often for their taste. The uh, recipes really need a list and a batch cooking option so that you can make lots, yes. of, lots of one particular item. Um, and uh, something else that came out... Oh, the rain. Uh, certainly certainly <laughs> thing. Um Though usually when it comes to climbing and its related ilk, uh, the best tip I've had is stop worrying about heart containers and upgrade your damn stamina meter already. Because oh, I upgraded my stamina first. Yeah, I, like th- to to me, this game is a climbing simulator. Yeah, it's yeah. the best climbing simulator I've had since Shadow of the Colossus. So, I. Uh... Yeah, I mean, watching Chris play, that's what it reminds me of, is watching people play Shadow of the Colossus. Oh no, all this meat's gonna cook. Right. See, I've tried to kind of alternate between upgrading stamina and upgrading uh, hearts back and forth so that I'm kind of, I'm kind of balanced. And you also find a guy that lets you temper... Er, Swap stamina and hearts. So that you will like sacrifice one stamina yeah, well. Yeah, I found him. Heart. Yeah. I found him. That that's that's pretty cool. That that's. I had to read up. about him in a video, and I think Game Explain because you told me about that <laughs> site, Kelly. Ah. Uh, and then I'm like, what? I, I didn't see that person there. And then like, yeah, it's right over here. I'm like, I didn't the, go the, down the, there. The, 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 cre- <laughs> the creepy evil statue. Yeah. The, you know. Yeah, I freaked out when I first talked to him because he kind of takes a heart from you. And it's like, am I going to get oh, that Oh, don't back? ruin that for people. <laughs> it's supposed to be scary. <laughs> well, I'll ruin it for him because that was... A little too scary? Like, yeah. <laughs> so have you guys found Iwata? No. I've heard about that, but I have not seen him. I didn't know he was there. Yep. So there's a character who's pretty obviously based off Iwata and... That's. Okay. I mean, that's 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 good. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds cool. Um, yeah. No, 
My favorite character in the What's game. What's his name? So Satori. <laughs> no, his name is. <laughs> no, it was Satori. No, I remember this he from last night. Sends you up Satoru Mountain. Oh, he sends you up Satori Mountain. Okay, all right. But my favorite character in the game so far has the guy is the guy that you buy the house from. I haven't seen that. I don't know where that is. I keep telling the the house where you upgrade oh, yeah. your eyes your eye stone. My eye stone. The Sheikah Yeah, your Sheikah Slate. Okay. I, I, I like calling it oh, your eye stone. Oh, because it's an iPad? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> your eye stone. Wait, there's oh, a person? That, there's nobody in there who wants to sell me a house. No, it's the, it's in that town, I believe. It is in that I town? I, I went it's to all the town. model homes and nobody there's offered a, me anything. What one guy said he was looking to sell it, though I couldn't get the prompt to like actually buy it from him. So I don't know. If, I don't know if there was something I like didn't do right, but it looked like there was a guy who was like, "I'm trying to sell the house," and I'm assuming that's what they were going right, for. Be right back. I mining a... for fish and then going to buy a house. I'll be back. <laughs> it, it costs three thousand rupees and thirty bundles of wood. Oh yeah, I don't have that. Oh. Bundles of wood. Yeah, you chop bundles down... of wood. You chop down trees and then you chop up the logs that fall down. Oh. It took Ooh. me a little bit to figure that out, too, that you had to actually chop up the trees after you chop them down. Because I, I thought it was like Terraria or Minecraft where you just chop down a tree and it explodes into. Uh, can, I, can I punch the tree? Wood. Say what? Can I punch the tree and get stuff? Unfortunately, <laughs> not. But if you go back to where you started the game, mm -hmm. there's a woodcutter's axe right there. Uh, so, yeah, that's the only one I actually have found is the right. one in the starting area. <laughs> woodcutter and axes and iron sledgehammers are extremely durable and highly recommended for doing repetitive um, tasks that would otherwise just break all your nice weapons. So that's my okay. that's my second tip to you. Two handy yeah. tips for Zelda. One, pick up rocks. <laughs> Two. But <laughs> if, um, if you buy the house and upgrade it fully, you get three Spoilers. three weapon slots, Spoilers. three shield Spoilers. slots, and three bow Spoilers. slots to stash weapons and stuff. And you also get a bed to sleep in. Do you get a comfy bed? Unfortunately, it's not a comfy bed. Uh, you go to Zora Domain, you get a water bed. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> getting all nineties up in here. They have a nice waterbed. <laughs> but yeah, I think we like this game a little bit too much. Uh yeah. Um so I was a little worried about the game last week and this week I've you know, my concerns about uh, I hope that it's just a case where I needed to t play a little, spend some time away, play a little, and then all of a sudden it would sprout into obsession. Yeah, that happened. So Yeah. <laughs> I kind of almost want the Switch version just so that I can play it in bed because it's been one of those games where it's like I can't wait to you get... Can play, you can play the Wii U version in bed. Yeah. What are you talking about? You just uh, set it up uh... in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I you know. You don't even need to plug it into the TV. Exactly. I, I literally did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might just put... Uh, the problem is if you want to go back and forth, right? So Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but... Man, that game has been fun. Yeah, no, I've uh, I actually... I picked up the Switch version, even though I own a Wii U, because I'm not smart. The uh, And so I've really only been wait, playing wait, it... Wait, do you at, have a Switch? 
Yes. Okay, good. Uh, there's somebody on our staff <laughs> no, who no, has no, all no. the Switch stuff and no Switch. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have bought oh, any Switch trend. things if I did not own a Switch. I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, he tried to own a Switch, and then uh, Amazon killed his pre-order. Okay, they didn't kill mine, so I guess I got lucky there. Uh, but yeah, I've, so I've really only been playing it when I'm away from the house, which has been not infrequently over the past week or so. But I, so I've been playing it in like an hour or two bursts. I haven't really like sat down and played it for a big chunk of time since Saturday. Hmm. Basically, since Nier came out. <laughs> Sorry, just checking on uh, Trent's current Switch situation to see. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has one yet. So what was the deal with Amazon and the Switch? Did they just yeah, not it's not just it? Amazon. It was Best Buy. A lot of people, you know, there was... Um, it was all retailers. Yeah. The people just didn't have as many as they thought they were going to get, so some people got screwed. Wow. Same same thing happened with uh, Breath of the Wild, uh Master editions, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Mm -hmm. But that's Nintendo for you. Uh, not all. Oh, you know what? Here's here's the other thing. <clears throat> so Trent did find switches in on launch day, <laughs> but they weren't the red blue one that he wanted. Oh. So he put them back on the shelf and kept oh. waiting for his pre-order to finally come. Oh, and then it got canceled. <laughs> Oof. So, um, ouch. So, ouch, 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 ouch. Ah, poor Trent. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Controller, controller colors don't matter that much, so. <laughs> they do to some people. Well, he's sad now because he's heard that they're discontinuing the red and blue one. What? <laughs> really? That's, I, I saw him tweet that. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know. I, I haven't heard that. Okay. It's, I, I, like, well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just. I hadn't heard about it, and that seems surprising it's to me. It's a rumor, he says, and he doesn't give a source. So fake news. <laughs> that just seems like that. That one definitely has like a more toyish ah! appeal to it. Uh huh. So that 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 just makes it seem like it would be an easier sell to like uh, like kids or something like that. Oh, that's beautiful. There you go, Kelly. <laughs> that's for you. In the sky Hang show. on. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta... It's a picture of the Sheikah Slate saying, uh, get Windows 10, your PC is ready for your free upgrade. So, <laughs> so, some, sometimes finding those towers feels like trying to upgrade Windows, so... Yeah. No, that's true. <sighs> you know what I think is interesting about the Sheikah Slate? Is that it's it's it looks like it's better ergonomically designed than the Switch. Like it's got a nice handle for carrying and all that, and it's like if they had just done that on the Switch, that'd be like innovative and cool. But they didn't. And 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 actually, I think kind of tying into that, the uh, the fact that this moved over to the Switch like mm -hmm. during its development cycle means uh, the Sheikah Slate seems to have been like it's it's like practicality and usefulness in the game seems to have been diminished somewhat. Yes, I, I have a feeling that it was supposed to be used for a lot more because of the Wii U. Uh, but now that it was on the Switch, they had to basically get rid of, like, they had to basically get rid of that aspect of it because mm -hmm. the, the Switch doesn't have the same capabilities that Wii U would have with the two screens and all that. 
I, I really think it's interesting. Real- they they should have just left that stuff into the Wii U version and said, "This is your bonus for having it on Wii U's." Like you get this extra second. Yeah, but they're not trying party. to sell Wii U's. <laughs> no, they're not trying to sell Wii U's, but they're it's a bone for the people who are playing it on Wii U. I don't know. I, 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 I wish I, Nintendo would throw me a bone for owning a Wii U, but <laughs> no, buy Mario Kart Eight again. <laughs> I am actually really annoyed that you can't do a lot of the functions that you seem like you should be able to do with the Sheikah Slate, like select your inventory or yep. look around on the map yep. or stuff like that. Yep. How's it running? Do you like the performance on the Wii U, Kelly? It, seem fine? it hasn't bothered me that much, Good. but I'm I'm the type of person that I do not notice slowdown or frame rate drops or anything like that unless it's terrible. And it, obviously it hasn't been terrible enough for it to be noticeable by me, so yeah. <sighs> I, I'm a little mad that the Switch version in handheld mode runs better than in docked mode. Yeah. But beyond that, like I'll I'll for a game like this. 30 frames per second with drops during some of the more hectic moments is totally understandable. Well, I mean, you're playing on a freaking NVIDIA shield, so just be thankful sure. for what you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to stop picking this up. and I, I keep picking up the Switch and starting to play it. I'm like, wait, no, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Please go away. Do you, do you need Anna to take it from you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what makes you think I wouldn't then play it? <laughs> You're gonna lose all my weapons. You're gonna break them all. My poor Korok sword. I no. promise I will. I promise I will. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I think that's good for Zelda. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Zach, we have you on here um, because you played other things that we didn't get a chance to play besides Zelda. Um, you played okay. Neo, right? Which is like yeah, no. Dark Souls plus, I don't know, Zelda? No, not Zelda. Um, no, it, it, no. <laughs> that's what Zelda is. like Zelda. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so Neo is... It's the Dark Souls I mean, of what? If you have to fill that in, what do you say? Because it's important like, well, to say the Dark Souls. Uh, everything needs to be compared <laughs> to Dark Souls, right? Uh, I, I, I suppose everything needs to be compared to Dark Souls in some way, right? The um, No, uh, Neo is, I guess if you had to say it that way, the Dark Souls of Ninja Gaiden. So, wow, okay. Uh, basically Whoa, an, okay. I think a, I need an, to hear more about that. I, no, I don't need Ninja Gaiden to be harder. That's that's uh, not okay. I, oh, that, I, I actually found this game easier, easier than Ninja Gaiden. But, uh, so basically, I, I think the Souls comparison comes mostly from the way the levels are designed, how leveling up works, and the... Uh, and kind of the like you die and the level resets sort of thing. What do you do in Neo? Uh, so Neo, you play William Adam. Uh, I believe that's his name, William Adams. And that doesn't you're sound a, like a good samurai Japanese name. No, he is not a samurai Japanese. Well, he is a oh. samurai man, but he's not a Japanese man. He is a he's an Irishman based on an Englishman who actually existed, who goes to <laughs> Japan to chase down. A man who stole his uh, spirit guardian, which is where this starts diverging from history almost immediately. And I, uh, okay. And when he gets there, he gets caught up in uh, like a, an actual existing historical like conflict between like uh, ruling clans in Japan. Uh, but all that is kind of not important because what the reason he's there is he's just there to get his like 
basically his imaginary friend who's actually real back. So someone stole his um, dog, is what you're telling me. Yes, but like a fairy dog. Okay. Um. Uh, basically, the so game this is, set is up John like Wick. A, kind of. Okay. Like it, the the story seems as important as it does in John Wick. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the yeah, the the action is great. The levels level design is fun. The story I can't remember the characters' names, and these are people who actually. Or a lot of them probably actually existed at some point. Um, so is this like Dark Souls combat, very slow, methodical, parrying and stuff like that? Or is this more action-y, like, ram the button a lot? It's, or is it in the middle? Like, I, w- I would say, like, it's not quite... It's it's faster than Dark Souls. It's not quite, like, Bloodborne fast. I would say it, it, it. So it's not it's not Ninja Gaiden speed, but it takes a lot of cues from something like that. Uh and when you, you say have, Ninja Gaiden, do you mean like NES Ninja Gaiden or Xbox? No, I mean Xbox, 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 okay. Xbox Ninja Gaiden, right. the the 3D ones. Yeah, got it. Uh, it's, it's the same team developing them. Oh, right, right. Uh, t- yeah, Team Ninja did uh, Neo and uh, the, and this as well, or Neo and Ninja Gaiden. Um, so like you you have like five different classes of weapons: uh, katanas, dueling ka- dual katanas, spears, axes, and kusiriganas. Uh, I think they're pronounced. They're basically like two little like short sickles connected by a, like a chain. So ba- basically nunchucks with blades on the end of them. Uh, and you uh, and the the game is mission based. So you get to like a world map. You pick a mission and it plops you in a mission and you go through. And the missions are designed kind of like Demon Souls, mm-hmm. like levels would be where there's an end point but you spend a lot of time like looping back around the level and you'll find shortcuts that make the the checkpoint system a little easier to deal with uh the game promotes as really good like means of promoting exploration you'll find uh actually similar they're similar to koroks they're kodama spirits you find them in the level and you rescue them and they go to a shrine and the more you rescue when you rest at a shrine the more healing items you get by default in the level okay but so it's that's, per level. Yeah, it, it yeah they're separated by level. Okay, so, so it's kind of it, like if it, you're having like trouble it, in this level, go find all the things, and then you have more healing items for that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. and beyond that, like it, it's a that's kind of where the Dark Souls similarities end. I guess like there's the leveling up, which is you collect Amrita, which is basically souls, and that goes to uh, pumping up your stats one at a time. And the law for like like strength is good for axes, skill is good for katanas. This raises your health. This raises your carrying limit and endurance limit. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond there, the Dark Souls comparisons really stop, uh, and it becomes more Diablo esque. Oh, so you get because loot? oh yeah, it's a loot game. Oh. It is a loot game. You will kill the most basic enemy, and he'll drop two swords and a bow. <laughs> like, and those bows and, break. They do not actually. Right. It's actually <laughs> funny. In the, in the earliest alpha, everything had durability mm-hmm. and everything broke broke very fast, and it was one of their biggest complaints. So they took it out. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Um. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. What an uh, alpha can tell you. Yes. Uh, probably for the better. Uh, I, I played both alphas and like one of the betas before release, and I, I would say that this was an improvement. That what what they kind of replaced it with is there's this thing called familiarity, where the longer you use a weapon, the higher its damage will go, and the more pronounced its like passive effects will become. So mm-hmm. like your parrying window increases slightly, or 
you do more damage with attacks when you're in the high stance or you collect more souls or your luck is higher. And if you raise your familiarity high enough, all these numbers go up as well. So it actually promotes using like picking a weapon, sticking with it for a while. And then you kind of, uh, there's a blacksmith in the game that you can use to like transfer over key parts of weapons you like into new weapons or just you can sacrifice a web, uh, a weapon that has a higher level to the weapon you're using now, and you'll make that weapon, your, the weapon you're using that's a lower level, the higher. Uh, oh, so like a like weapon. a free to play mobile game. <laughs> right, you're right, but without the uh, free to play inhibitors on it. Right. Um, so it's actually it's actually a game that's far more about loot than Dark Souls ever would be. It, it give it gives Dark Souls a much more like net. I don't want to say naturalistic because there's nothing really like natural about the way you, like you level up items in a Dark Souls game. But this does mean this game essentially has grinding if you're having difficulty, right? Um, no, yes. for the most part, yes. Like it, it is, <laughs> it is a skill based game. Like <laughs> it is a skill based game. Like grinding will make it easier. You'll do more damage. You'll be able to make more mistakes. Okay. But ultimately, like you're you're still going to have to dodge at the right time. You're going to have to like take advantage of openings. Uh, the, the combo system works really great. Like, all your attacks cost uh, uh, key, which is basically stamina. But when you, whenever you use it, like, it doesn't, like, whenever you use an attack, like, the stamina doesn't automatically deplete. It kind of becomes a, a different color. And then a separate bar starts filling up of that, like, of that other color. And when it fills up entirely, you hit R1 and you perform a key pulse, which restores your stamina. So if you if you keep timing that like that key pulse correctly, you can continue like you could basically just continue to do attacks until you're like indefinitely almost. Mm. Um, so like utilizing that, like and then you'll you'll there are skill trees in this too, which also makes it a bit more like Diablo. I mean, like you have to unlock parrying, you have to unlock like when you like when you stand switch, you can uh, you get a key pulse out of it. So. A lot of the combat ends up becoming like I started in low stance and I finished up kind of the attack string there. And when I got to the end of it, I switched to mid stance, which refilled uh, a, a good portion of my stamina bar. And now I'm in mid stance and I can like extend the combo from there on out. And that's well, that's what a lot of the game feels like. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm watching footage of someone beating up an ogre right now in Neo to try and understand this game better and man that's a large hammer what are, you, what are your favorite <laughs> weapons in this thing um i went through most of the game using like i i started off trying to like split them up really I, I, trying a little bit of everything out i eventually just started using the single katana thing i don't know it made me feel more like a samurai uh <laughs> the uh beyond that they, they all seem viable i've i've also seen the game broken so there's so there's like then like there's two like I don't know what you would call them like alternate like tools you can use. There's ninjutsu, which is just ninja esque stuff that you like you equip it to like your item your item slots and mm-hmm. like they're throwing knives or like things like that. Or there's onmyo magic, which ah. can basically break the game at a certain point. Like it, it's like I apply a debuff to an enemy. I add fire to my weapon. Like it. Like thing, like magical things, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you when you stack buffs on you and debuffs on the enemy, and you kind of wail on them, like they're 
it you can make short you can make short work of most of the bosses in the game that way. Um, if 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 you ever really need help, there's a few spell like uh, dipping into that a little bit is certainly worth the time and effort. Cool. Yeah. Ah, uh, so what'd you think of this thing? What'd you score it? Um. Oh, for the site, I gave it a kind of a four out of five. Um, I think the the combat in it is basically the reason you're playing. It's it it's among the best combat systems I've played in like a real time RPG. It's actually kind of making me uh has it's one of the reasons I'm hesitant to go play like Zelda. Uh, combat is I, it just it feels a little clunky by comparison mm-hmm. Zelda's doing a lot more in other regards <laughs> like like Zelda has an excuse Z- Zelda isn't all about the combat it's about mountain climbing it's about you know like it's about putting apples into baskets right it's about putting apples into baskets uh, Neo is basically it's combat and there's like a bit of its level design there but it doesn't have the Dark Souls feel of like I'm discovering something new Oh, okay. Because this is just it's 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 alternate history Japan, but it's still just Japan. Like I'm not I'm not trying to figure out like what was this like in like in Dark Souls it'll be like, what is this old city? What did the people do here? What is this like weird godlike figure they all seem to praise? In Japan it's like the leader of this clan lives here and you have to go rescue him from a demon. So like there there's nothing like really drawing you into like the level design and that way or the world in that way. Like the world building isn't all that particularly interesting especially because it's just like a map screen, like a drop-down map screen. It feels like a Mario, like selecting the next stage mm-hmm. sort of thing. But beyond that, like it, so the, the combat is like the main draw of the game. And it's, it's, it's practic that, and that aspect of it is practically perfect. If the game had managed to, uh, like kind of lift everything else up to like maybe like a not even like a souls level game but just a, in a way that made me care more about what was going on in like in a story context I probably would have given I, I like I definitely would have given it a higher score it's it's sure. definitely worth playing especially if you like action RPGs like it's one of the best but in but like it's 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 missing that something that made me like care about it on like a slightly higher level i guess like in a way that like breath of the wild does like i'm like i'm excited to go run around in breath of the wild and just like discover things and neo doesn't really have that sure i mean neo is more of a a game where you replay stages to get better drops right yeah like the the new game plus which i'll admit i haven't gotten to yet and looks very interesting adds another layer onto like the itemization and item upgrading which seems super interesting, but that's kind of where the grind kicks in. Mm-hmm. Ne- ne- when I went through Neo, it didn't really have much of a grind to it, which I actually liked a lot. Uh, I, I uh, grinding turns me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if I so if I have to do it, I will. That's that's almost points against you. <laughs> but Neo Neo didn't really have that. I went through the game, and I felt it was fairly balanced throughout. I felt the game got easier as it went on, but I attributed that to me learning the systems. Mm-hmm. more than the game actually becoming easier. Mm-hmm. All right. Neo available in stores now. All right, so tell me about the other end game. <laughs> the uh, other the end, end game. Gauge. Uh, no, uh Near yes, uh, Automata. You're an expert it, in this game, I hear. Uh I wouldn't say I'm an expert in you this game quite yet. You played it for 7 minutes. <laughs> no, longer than that. <laughs> Eight longer minutes. than that. Basically, Nier's the game that made me put like Zelda on the back burner, or on the back the point... burner. 
back. Uh, I only play Zelda. At you heard work. it here like first. At- Zach thinks <laughs> Nier is better than Zelda. I I should say I'm more excited for Nier than okay. Zelda, and I have a different appreciation for it. Like the the uh, the first Nier, the one that came out on the PS3 and Xbox 360, was one of the best like surprises in gaming I've ever had. I bought it for like 20 bucks, like on like a half-hearted recommendation from a forum or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being one of my favorite games of that generation. And so the fact that I'm getting this game, like, is it? it I, 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 like, I'm looking at the box right now, and I kind of can't believe that it's here because this is this is a <laughs> sequel to a. But it's, <laughs> it's only a, a spiritual to, sequel. It's a different style of game, isn't it? And but I'm fine with that. Okay. I the, the director, the director uh, Yoko Taro, is the kind of guy who doesn't like doing the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if there's literally some, a flying robot battle in this game. There's been multiple flying robot battles in this game. <laughs> like this is this is a game that's weird uh, in in kind of a way that I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not as far as I'd like to be. I've I'm I'm a decent way, and I'm I'm maybe 10, 10, 15 hours in, and uh, it's just the it. So right off the bat, it fixes probably the biggest issue near one had, and that the combat in near one was boring, and the combat in near automata is sublime by comparison it's just it it runs smooth it feels good the animations are great um, what are you playing it's not a uh, ps4 okay yeah pro no or uh, regular I, uh regular okay i uh, it uh, the the pro version does ha- probably have a slightly more solid frame rate i have noticed drops during some of the more action intensive ones but i i'm more than willing to forgive them <laughs> on that on that slight uh so you basically play a android who is sent to go kill machines on Earth because humanity basically lives in the sp- in space now because aliens have brought machines to life and took over Earth. Like I said, I don't have a very clear picture of what exactly or, or how this all relates to Near or the Drakengard series, which is like tangentially connected as well. Um. Hopefully that'll all be made more Wait, clear. Which, but which series is tangentially connected? Uh, Drakengard. Really? I um, didn't know yeah, that. So okay. One of one of the endings of Drakengard, like yeah. the the final ending of Drakengard, leads directly not doesn't lead directly into Near, but is kind of the catalyst for Near's plot. Okay. Um, and then and then Drakengard three, that sludge of mediocrity that was Drakengard three, <laughs> came out. Uh, and uh, was a prequel to that, but I, already I've seen mentions from Drakengard of characters from Drakengard three being like name dropped in Near Automata. So they are. But you don't really connected. need any knowledge of that for this game, right? Uh, They're not expecting you to know that crap, would they? I they they might <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 I said, this is I'm surprised this game exists because this game is a what is essentially like a more expensive, bigger budget, better presentation sequel, even if, even if only a spiritual sequel to a niche game that maybe sold a couple hundred thousand worldwide. And, and the, and the director and Yoko Taro certainly isn't interested in making a game that has like universal appeal. I, I don't know if you've played Drakengard, no. but that game isn't good. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
Does it have like some sort of weird incest storyline to it, or am I thinking of a different um, game? No, you you would be correct. Okay. Um, it was heavily edited in the. It, so basically, it was made all but blatant in the U.S. one, and it was blatant in the Japanese uh, original Japanese script. They 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 censored it heavily, but in, when it came to America, but it was obvious to anyone who could rub you know rub two brain cells together what was going on there. Hey, let's not talk about what they're rubbing together in that storyline <laughs> it sounds bad yeah but no and and dragon guard is one of those games that it's like it's fascinating like that despite being how like how bad it was i was compelled to finish it like fairly completely um which is kind of why I like this guy's work so much. And Nier Automata is a much better game than that. Like, it just, it plays better than that. So what do you do uh, in Nier Automata? We haven't really described how oh, this game yeah. works. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Um, so, like I said, you're an android, and you're sent down to Earth to basically fight machines. You meet up with, like, a resistance crew, and as far as I am, like the aliens that have brought the machines to life have resurfaced for the first time. in I, I forget it was hundreds or thousands of years. Okay. And so that seems to be the plot, like the, the plot there. So like, now's your chance going, to maybe get rid of them. Right. And, and yes. We're, we're going to strike yeah. at the heart of the aliens to try and take them out and we can retake earth. Sure. I've been sidetracked by a lot of the side quest busy work no because the writing is incredibly entertaining and the world is goofy. Mm hmm. Just le- like last night, I went to what can only be described as Disney World. If everyone, like all the attendants and uh, park operators, were robots, were, were hippie robots. Like I, I walked in on Disney World, and there was a bunch of robots wearing all identical robots, but they were like wearing different wigs to try and differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. And they were all like in the robot voice, going like "Love and peace, peace and love." just dancing around and like throwing confetti everywhere. And we were sent there to kill them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Perfect. And and so like, I didn't kill anybody. I just walked around and had a bunch of weird looking skull fit, like kind of like, did you go on any rides? Did you, oh, you a- actually, there is a sequence when you go on a roller coaster and fight, Excellent. fight things off while you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> of course there is. Did you get a turkey leg? You did. I did not get uh, a turkey, no leg. turkey legs. <laughs> Darn. Uh, no, no, but I, I've been, <sighs> it's a weird thing to describe, uh, and I don't know, like, if there's any, the, the way his games have operated before is you finish the game once, and you get kind of a downer, unsatisfying ending, but then you play through certain aspects of the game again, and they become recontextualized, and you get more complete, and usually more downer endings. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, so we'll Nier, see if that had, works like this here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm kind of hoping. Like, Drake and Guard 1 had five endings. Uh-huh. Uh, and they got more and them, more depressing? <laughs> they got more and more depressing, more and more complete, oh. and stranger and stranger. Near okay. was the exact same way. Um, <laughs> now, didn't you have to delete your save file in Near to get the good ending? What? Yeah, the, so the, the final ending, so when the first thing you do in Nier is it asks you for, like, your name. Like, you know, enter your name. Uh-huh. And when you, do, like, heavy spoiler alerts for Nier if anyone's interested, because this is actually something, I did this and this is entirely worth doing. But when you beat the final version, or, like, when you're, you beat the final game, you get one more choice, which is you can either, like, kill the final boss and basically, like, put, it, it, it put her out of her misery 
or you can take her place and erase yourself from existence. Mm. At which point the game goes in like to the operating system level and deletes all of your save data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then prevents you from ever using that name again if you start a new game. Of course. Okay, that part <laughs> is cool. But if you start a new game, are you the final boss then? No. Oh. No. Because you took her no, place, I mean, so I would think that. No, no. I, I mean, you kind of you you basically like sacrifice yourself. Like that. Like I said, it's a downer ending. You mm. kind of sacrifice yourself and like super sacrifice yourself. Like you erase yourself from memory. Mm-hmm. The characters don't remember who you oh, are right. after you do it. Mm-hmm. But it's basically kind of like a. I'm tired of this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm just giving up sort of ending. <laughs> That's the happy ending. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Like I said, that, that was the final ending. They get, okay. they get, they get more and more depressing as it right. goes on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that wasn't played as a happy ending. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm hoping for something similar out of near because the first thing near automata asked me to do was put in my name. Uh-huh. So, but knowing, knowing Yoko Taro, he's kind of expecting people to come in with a knowledge of near, I think. Because he's already done a bit of subversion and things like that. And I think that him asking for my name at the beginning is going to be kind of a subversion of my expectations along the line somewhere else, too. But then again, I'm I'm not anywhere near the ending of this game yet, so I can't say for sure. Oh, my gosh. How far in are you, by the way? I think I'd estimate about 10, 15 hours. Like I said, I get I got sidetracked doing side quest stuff. The series sounds like a drug trip, man. <laughs> a fun oh, drug trip and a drug trip. A little bit, a little bit. It's 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 the right kind of weird where I I kind of just I like even if it turns out to be bad or a train wreck or none of it makes any sense, I'm kind of just along for the ride at this point. <laughs> so what are you gonna keep focusing on, near or Zelda? Uh, near. Uh, like near. like Zelda. Zelda. I'll probably just keep like. There's nothing coming out on the Switch anytime soon. I can casually <laughs> play. I can I can make Zelda last me for months if okay. I need to. All right. Basically, uh, like I've I've been taking Zelda to work every day and playing it on my lunch break. So I've been uh, getting right. an hour or two in a day. But near near takes precedence. I got like I'm sitting on a huge backlog right now. I'm sitting on Horizon. I'm sitting on Torment. Tides of Numenera. I just don't have time. Oh, they all came Torment. out with Torment. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't have the time to play any of these but Torment. Things, so. Oh. <laughs> right. No, Torment looks great. I I love the system, but Yeah, no, I don't no have time. time for Torment either. Okay. <laughs> all right. We we need to move on. Kelly, Dragon Quest 8, is it done yet? Almost. I if I got the Godbird and right. I hate the flying. I hate the flying controls for the Godbird. <laughs> They're backwards. The wall. They're backwards. They they are so terrible. And if I have a new 3DS, so I keep using the C stick to try and adjust my camera, and that just makes the Godbird completely flip out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about ready to go into the Black Citadel, which I think is the final dungeon. I don't remember. Um, no. <laughs> okay that's the short answer <laughs> one of okay. many fake endings <laughs> it's dragon quest it's not the end until you really know it's and remember end. as i've made very clear and you've you've gone through this <laughs> because you played it on ps2 right kelly yeah, yeah. but she doesn't remember oh, the end f- remember oh, right. fever dreams yeah there is uh <laughs> there's an end and then you have to play more to get the actual end 
But yeah, I'm going to try and get the actual end. You should end. get just the actual a, end. This is mean. Just a one-up Anna. Yeah. That and I, I don't really remember it. and <laughs> I don't know. I'm not ready. I won't, There isn't really anything portable coming out anytime um, soon. Ex- there is. It's called the Switch. No, but I mean, no, <laughs> hang on. I, I have a list somewhere. Oh, no. We've got a list, folks. Hang on. You keep talking about the game. I will bring up my list. I don't know. What are we else we talking about? Did you get all so, the optional yeah. characters yet, Kelly? Have yeah, you I've have got, you been wallowing I, in Mori's monstrous peak? Yeah, I got Mori, but I haven't been using him because I haven't found him as handy. But I find Red to be handy, particularly because she has a move that has cannons firing or pirates with cannons firing, and it's a really high damage move and i really liked how she plays and stuff but for the most part my party has been the main character angelo for healing jessica for spells and red for dps although i had to switch her out with yangus for one boss fight because she was or red was getting really high damage done to her and I don't know if I just don't have her geared properly or what Hmm. um what else I'm right now I'm kind of flying around the world trying to find places that I haven't gotten all the photos unlocked yet before I take on the black citadel and then there's a huge chunk of the photos that I need to get in there because I'd like to finish that photo side quest just because it's been a nice little fun diversion and I also need to go to Princess Mini and get see how many mini medals that I've needed to claim. And yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with this game thus far. So you're right. There isn't a lot of 3DS games coming. The next one is Fire Emblem, which is May. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Vita has a bunch of stuff that I'm interested in coming. And I don't know if you are. I wasn't sure what was coming out on the Vita um, recently. Um, 2 this week is an RPG. Um, and then there is the Toho Genso game that's coming out the week after that. Um, oh, yeah. In April, there's um, a visual novel that I'm thinking about called Period Cube. And then, yeah, in May, there's, like, possibly Akiba's Beat. It got delayed in Japan, so it might get delayed here. Um, the Caligula Effect... Um, the new Hakuoki game, um, another opera, uh, t- new Tokyo Legacy game, um, Summon Knight, um, Mask of Deception, which is a strategy RPG, um, Ease Origins. So the Vita starts yeah, to ramp I, up really fast. Yeah, I pre-ordered Ease, uh, Ease 8 last week while we was talking actually about it. <laughs> So, yeah, no, you're right. March and April are kind of dead-ish for both systems. And then May is, like, a ton of crap. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that new Fire Emblem game. I just hope that it has the casual mode. (laughs) I can't imagine it wouldn't. I mean, at this point, it seems like a staple for those. I I would hope so, because that that really opens up the accessibility for Fire Emblem games and makes it so much more fun to play, if you ask me. All right, Anna, what have you been playing? 
Um, I finished Psychopaths. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh. So did you get like the real ending? No. Well, oh. yes and no. Oh. There are many endings that Do you I need considered. to delete your save file. <laughs> I did delete the game because I wanted oh. to make room for other stuff. <laughs> and I could not see myself replaying it. Um, I made a decision that resulted in my death. Oh, good for you. So, But it's considered that. a real ending, you But said. it is considered a valid, real, true ending. In mm-hmm. fact, it actually says true ending on the screen. True ending. <laughs> you, you can delete the game now. You got a real ending. You're good. So I was like, I need something that is way less depressing. So you said, it. I'm going to pop in near. <laughs> so I decided to play <laughs> Atelier Shally. Oh, that's a little different tone. Okay. Yes. So I decided to play something cute and warm and lighthearted. And that was exactly what I needed. I am loving Atelier Shally. But you're playing it on a crappy system. I'm playing it on the Vita. Yeah, I, I stand by what I said. Yeah. I'm you okay could be playing it on full HD. I don't know. What PS3. Talk about. This is the Atelier Shally Plus, right? Yes. And there are two Shallies. Yes. I totally didn't expect this. You're like, what Shally should I be? I'm like, no, like you said, which character should I be? I said, well, how, why don't you be Shally? And I said, who's that? <laughs> You said Shally. I said, who's that? <laughs> Shally. Shally. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this game. And I walked away. <laughs> do you, got, you have the, like, the swimsuit DLC, Anna? I actually, I'm watching YouTube and someone has that. So um, I don't think I downloaded it, but I did. Oh my just... gosh, that suit doesn't really cover that much. <sighs> oh boy. I did have the water festival. So I did get to see everybody in their bathing suits. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm almost done the game, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been totally loving it. It took me a little bit to sort of understand how the alchemy worked and how free time worked because there's no time limit in this game. It's like the first Atelier game that has no time limit at all. I oh, think. is that good or bad? Um, In this case, it's good. All right, so for pe- a recap of Atelier games for people who don't know, modern Atelier games are action RPGs where you run around smacking things with weapons to get materials to satisfy quests and finish recipes to satisfy other quests. And then there's a story with a lot of ridiculous side turns in the middle of it, and then you have to do some stuff to manipulate and get a proper ending, right? Yes. Is that a good summary? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just actually. I pulled that out of my ass. So. No, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> okay. So your time is divided between combat, where you go around the overworld map and smack things with your um, in bell. In this case, I have a bell. Normally, okay. I have staff, but I have a bell. And uh, and then yeah, you get items that you either gather or drop from enemies, and you take them back to your atelier and you um, alchemize stuff. <laughs> you just alchemized. All right. You throw things in a pot, and the things. Oh, will have so you cook elements. like Link? Yeah, <laughs> not right. quite. The, all of the things have elements associated with them, and as you level up, you get skills that are associated with those elements. So, like, if you put something into your alchemy that has um, a water element, you can then access water element skills while you're crafting. Okay. And so each item has. Um, one zero to four slots in it where you can place your alchemy Man, skills. This looks complicated. It's it is when you get deep into it, but they slowly roll it out to you. Okay. So like when you start alchemy, you only But like you've played the other games, so don't you know all this as soon as you no, start? No, because each each game's alchemy system is a little different. Uh, and all right. 
I think the cats are having an argument in the closet. Yeah, it happens. Okay. Well. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Sophie not have a time limit? Sophie comes after this game. Now, Sophie's okay. in the closet arguing with Simon. <laughs> oh, different Sophie. The wrong okay. Sophie. All right. So Shally is the last Dusk game. So all of the okay. Atelier games come in trilogies. So there was the Arlen trilogy, which was... Um, why can I never... It doesn't matter. Yeah, there was the Arlen trilogy, <laughs> and then there yeah, was the to- Dusk totary. trilogy. Yeah, yeah Totori, Renoa, and Miruru. Re- um, That's our own. Rorona. Rorona, thank you. Rorona. Yeah, Rorona, Totori, Meru is the Arlen trilogy. And then after that is the Dust trilogy, which is Aisha, um, Eska and Loji, and Shally Shally. Okay. And then after this is the new one. Is the new mysterious trilogy. Which doesn't sound like it's as good. Which has Sophie and Ferris. And people don't seem to like those games as much. And it's interesting because having played a little bit of Sophie and put it down and then going back to Shally, I was kind of worried about how I was going to feel about it. But Shally's really good. And so the thing that I was getting very frustrated about in terms of Sophie is that I felt like I had no direction as to what I should be doing. And Shally is the complete opposite. Shally has tons of direction. If you want to pay attention to it. Otherwise, you can wander around for four hours and do whatever the hell you want. Forget there's actually things you should be doing. Not that that, that happened to me or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm actually annoyed that Firus is out right now because there's so much other stuff that I want to play. But I do like playing new Atelier games. And right now, I just can't justify 60 bucks for it. Well, and the thing is, is I didn't play Shally when it came out originally because I was waiting for the Plus version because I tend to finish these games on the Vita and less on the PS3. So. Which, by the way, if you need some of the older games on PS3, we have some extra copies you could pick up. (laughs) (sighs) Don't be sad. Yeah, unfortunately, I have all of them already on the PS4. or I'm sorry, the PS3. I just haven't gotten to admit. It's usually what I get for my birthday that year. Yeah, because they are a a serial game, so. Yeah. They are the Madden of RPGs. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's, that's great. (laughs) I see people say that all the time. It's hilarious. And it's so true! So yeah, um, I really like the story because I feel like they're wrapping up a lot of the sort of loose threads that were left through the other two games. Particularly Aisha, because at the end of Aisha, it's like, well, time to go rescue the world. And then Aisha is not in any way in the second game. And you're like, what happened to Aisha? What is she doing? What's, what's going on? Is she going to save the world? Where is Keith Griff? Like, And all that's dealt with here. Yes. Good. So there is like a ton of characters from the first two Dusk games. Did you oh. say Heathcliff? Like the cat? No, Keith oh. Griff. Oh, that's too bad. Keith. All right. Keith. I need to talk to Alice. Alice, are you still conscious? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I'm so sorry. You've been so quiet and patient in the corner. It's mostly because I don't have a Switch. I, I don't have. And my incredible hatred of weapon durability is probably <laughs> the thing that will keep me away from the new Zelda. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're missing out. But that's fine. Um, Alice. Yes. You've been playing games, right? 
Yeah, I've been playing some games. All right. So first off, Final Fantasy XI got a patch yesterday. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually done much with that new patch. Yeah, yet. me neither. And I don't think anyone wants to hear anything about it. unless you did something cool in eleven. Which here's your um, chance. I soloed some more stuff and got 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 another nice shiny sword. Ah, there you go. Well, I am now dual wielding one one nines. So ah, nice. I was um, dual wielding a one one nine and a one one seven previously. My status update is I finally finished records of uh, uh, what is it called? Rhapsodies of Anadil. So I'm done. With oh, all did that. you? Yep. So oh, I have all stuff. the Aroha trusts and and all that. So. And he got really upset because there was a reset this week and he forgot to spend something. I forgot to spend my Ambuscade points before the reset, yes. Whoops, a day is it? Yep, I had 3,000. Yeah, it's oh, bad. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, yeah that's real bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So new Ambuscade started and now there's apparently a very easy Volume 2 fight and so um, people are grinding that already. But no one came here to listen to the 11 talk. Alice, you've been playing Fantasy Star Online too. Wait, what? Yep. So <laughs> for, that some, for some unknown reason, I decided to go and play Fantasy Star Online two again. Um, okay. I guess I would just—it's not online oh, at this point anymore, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, where? Well, how do you play this? Japan. Oh, this is I, the yeah, Japanese can... one, right? This is the one yes. that there's all these guides about how to play it in English, but you probably can yeah. just play it in Japanese. Um, well, I do use the various English translation patches that are available. Oh, okay. Um, I just, um, th- there are some things that are untranslated because either they're new and, you know, they haven't been translated yet, or, um, the translation patches can't affect them. Uh-huh. Um, like items are a notorious thing for being very resilient to translation patches, um, Whereas things like UI text and uh, certain story elements are a lot easier to translate. I'm talking technically rather than the actual process of translating Japanese to English. So is it, so um, what what do you do in this? Is this game still being actively maintained and, and updated yep. and there's interesting yep. things? Or? Yep. Okay. I I mean, they're currently on um, episode four of their... I mean, I, from judging from what they've now put in, I'm going to conclude that they have finished their uh, episode four storyline and will either be moving on to episode five or doing something else with it. Um, given that since I last played... Um, so those people who remembered when I last played Fantasy Star Online 2 may recall me uh, going into a long discussion about how the plot of Fantasy Star Online 2 had gone completely off the rails. Um, roughly around the time that the characters were wandering around a 20 minutes into the future version of Japan. You know, bearing in mind Fantasy Star Online 2 is set in space and it's mm. a, you know, sci-fi action MMORPG. <laughs> <Good> point. <laughs> um... And that was, and I was fighting a uh, Godzilla monster made out of trains. Hmm. Yeah. So that storyline seems to have finished? Question mark. Um, roughly around the time that they added in an area based on Las Vegas, which is really weird, because I was fighting like sentient advertising mascots and stuff. I'm looking up the PSO to Vegas now. Yeah. It's it's oh, it's that's weird. But the reason why um the reason why I think they finished the storyline uh-huh. is um 
there is these uh, sort of world events. Um, so basically, there is a um, something called an emergency quest that happens every so often. Um, and, you know, I'm talking like re- real-time hours here. And I have done all of the other ones which involve the final bosses of the previous episodes. So Dark Fowl's Elder, which is episode one, uh, Dark Fowl's Luther, which is episode two, and The Profound Darkness, which is episode three. And I've now done Dark Fowl's Mother, which is the boss of episode four, I think. I mean, it's, you know, it's like kind of like a big climactic 12-person difficult raid fight kind of thing. And you're able to just jump in with random people easy? Yep, pretty much. Cool. Uh, You just have to be really quite good at dodging things. That that fight does not... I mean, interestingly, that fight actually starts out with a shmup section. Bit of a a, a genre shift. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you're basically... You're flying in this kind of like flying... Like, sort of flying person... Remember those walker things from Metal Gear Solid V? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like one of those, but it flies. And you basically fly forward. Um, it's like a corridor boss, you know, a little bit like Star Fox or something. Mm-hmm. And you shoot. The, the shooting is automatic as long as you uh, as long as you you're targeting an area of the boss. Uh, and then it, once you actually reduce the boss down to a certain amount of hit points, it goes into a more traditional like fight. Um, All right. Which is about as traditional as Fancy Star Online 2 seems to get these I, days. I'm watching a fight where someone's on one of those things shooting squids flying around Las Vegas, and then they landed and started attacking dinosaurs. All right. So I don't know what's going yep. on. <laughs> yeah. So apparently there is a reason for all of this, but I'm kind of wondering if there is an episode five in, in production. Uh, like, where are they going to go from here? Mm um yeah, I, okay i mean i have i'm admittedly i haven't seen like any news the the las vegas field came out um uh last around last june or something <laughs> so when i asked if they were still updating it and stuff you're telling me they haven't added like new content since june i don't know um oh, wow so, I mean, because judging by, I'm just reading uh, like the most well-known English language block, and they're still adding stuff to it. It seems huh. uh, that was just like the last major content patch for it. Um, like, for example, they've actually just implemented a bunch of costumes for uh, uh, near Automata. Oh, cool! Because they do they do cro- like cross collaborations like all the frigging time with other games. At one point, there was even even a Final Fantasy fourteen one. <laughs> so how's I, 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 yeah? I mean, I, this this happened last year during the summer. I I I went to the bottom of for one of my uh, of like a dungeon for one of my quests and ended up fighting Odin. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? So, all right. I'm so I don't even know where to start here. PSO two <laughs> is that a subscription game or free to play? Free to play. Okay, and so there's a lot of microtransactions. Free to play. Or buy to play. Free to play. Okay. 
Um, well, how you are can they monetizing on, this thing? Is what I'm wondering. Uh, the usual kind of free to play. There's a premium thing you can get. There's um, a, a couple of free to play restrictions. You know, it's fairly standard for free to play things from what I gather. Um, I don't pay for it. Uh, the only reason I have a uh, subscription in quote to it at the moment is I got a free 30-day one um, for, uh, I think it was one of the art books that I have. I have um, the episode one, one, two, and three art books that I bought while I was on holiday in Japan last year. And I got some free items from the codes in the back. Um, and one of which I think was 30-day premium that I never used. It's basically the the item for thirty days has literally just sat in my inventory for over a year. <laughs> so I just used it because I seem to be I seem to be on a bit of a kick for it right now. So I'm cool. just like you know I might as well just um, use it now. Yeah. And whatever. Um, it is possible to play it on PC, PS4, and Vita. I think the Vita version might be the only one you may need to buy, but you can download the PS4 version as long as you have a. Uh, P- Japanese PSN account. But if you want to put in those English patches, PC is the way to go. Yeah, if you want to play English English uh, patches on PC, that's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. And there is a very there is a very comprehensive patching tool for it. Like, yeah, it's it's really good. I've the heard of English that. Patcher. <laughs> Um, the, the, but it, basically, put it this way: the English fans of Fancy Star Online Two are very dedicated to their craft. Is that uh, Ark's Lair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's them. Cool. I play on uh, Ship Two, mm-hmm. so ships are servers. Ship Two has the highest concentration of English players. I have a character on both Ship One and Ship Two, but Ship Two is the one I use the most at the moment. Is this game on? Um, is this game on iOS and Android? Uh, no, it has an Android tie-in game. Oh, okay. Which I also have, and also has an English patch. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. There's like English patch for the iOS and Android game. I'm like, what? I don't. I didn't realize it was on iOS as well. You but, probably have to be yeah. um, jailbroken to get the iOS patch in there but yeah still. probably the ios one i've got the i've got the uh the japanese one on my android though yeah that would probably um, and yeah it does tie into the game it like loads your character data and stuff like that it's actually pretty cool i've not i actually can't think of another mmo that ties into a like a, a, um, a mobile game in a, that's in a slightly different genre you know, uh, World of Warcraft obviously has its companion apps, but those only kind of very loosely tie into the, you know, you do something very minor with those. And I think Final Fantasy XIV was only ever going to be like a data library. So, yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is um, the lobby number one, the beginner lobby number one on ship two has a lot of very, very silly and very, very immature people in it. And it's probably not for everyone. Okay. Just bear that in mind. <laughs> it, it, it is the high, well, it's the highest concentration of English speaking players. And therefore it's probably also the highest concentrations of complete jackholes. <laughs> so uh, this is why I generally stick around uh, ship two lobby two instead. Cool. So, jeez. All right, you've been playing more Super Robot Wars, haven't you? Of course, I've been playing more Super Robot Wars. Tell us about the robots. So, so, 
quite clearly, I think uh, I know I mentioned last week that I thought buying it on a v- on the Vita was was a mistake. I, mm-hmm. I definitely bought the wrong version. I intended to get the PS4 version, but to be honest, considering the number of times this week that I've gone to bed to play and then just lie down and played a stage while I was in bed, kind of feels like I may have made the right call on the Vita version. Yeah, cool. Because again, I don't think I'm really missing anything. From Super Robot Wars at the moment, with few exceptions, is a a game based on 2D sprite animation. It's, you know, pretty well animated 2D sprite animation, but, you know, what exactly am I getting on a PS4 that I'm not already getting on a Vita, except possibly some some very minor frame rate improvements here and there. And even then, I'm not even sure if that's to do with frame rates and more to just do with how the game handles animation frames. Um... When the, when the series moved to uh, PS3 with the Z series, uh, one of the things that they tried to do for some of the series that were older was to kind of emulate their... Um, like, effectively emulate their, their animation style, like missing frames and all. So for a series that came from the 1970s, they actually tried to animate the, the, the machines as though they were in, in a 70s anime. Um, this is especially true with, um, I think it's God Mars in the Z series, um, along with stuff like Get a Robo. Kind of goes back, kind of harkens back to that um, like 70s style psychedelic color anime. So, yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying it again. Um, you know, plot's starting to kick off a bit. Um, it's, I'm still on, well, what stage am I on? Let me just. Uh, Unsleep the old Vita here. Where am I? Objectives. I am on chapter 29, and there are 52 stages, I believe. So I'm a little bit over uh, halfway. Oh, this is so weird. But I guess that's the point What's of so these weird? games. These games. <laughs> Super Robot Wars. I don't know. Yeah. And is this yeah. the is this tied into Endless Frontier as well, or is that different? Nope, no, different. no. This okay. is basically the 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 universe that Super Robot Wars V is set in is entirely separate from any of the other games. Um, it's one of those cases where it uses multiple. Uh, it does have a multiple, like an alternate reality plot to it, but it only uses three of them. Bearing in mind, the game itself has something like twenty included series, so it kind of consolidates groups of people into different universes where they kind of make a nice fit into their respective uh, plots. Okay. Obviously things things in certain in the backstories of certain series have happened dif- uh, differently. Um I mean one of the uh stranger things to me is this is another occasion in which uh Gundam Seed Destiny has been included uh post plot. So all of Seed Destiny's plot happened in the backstory to this game mm-hmm. and it's like referenced by characters so all of the character developments and everything that's that that went through in those series has already happened uh off screen before you got there mm-hmm. uh but what's interesting to me is this time around is it looks like the plot of seed destiny went off pretty much unaltered from the series um which is kind of rare because super robot wars often changes elements of the plot to is say for example make fan favorite characters survive or um it rewrites it so certain characters get more character development or you know change slightly change their character motivations so they make more sense Mm 
Um, in a way, Super Robot Wars V is is making Crossange, uh, Crossange, Crossange, uh somewhat bearable, uh, even though it has a reputation amongst uh, Mecha fans for being like grade A trash. <laughs> All right, it's um, <laughs> it's like it's it's shocky. That's what it is. It's bad. Um, and somehow it ended up in a Super Robot Wars game where it's kind of being mostly tolerable, which I'm mildly suspicious of, but there you go. Jeez. Alright. Um, man, the, I'm watching a video of this, and, uh, yeah, the graphics are not very complicated. <laughs> no. The- so it's kind yeah. of like, you know, what am, what am I missing by yeah, not I don't playing know. this on PS4 kind of thing? Possibly nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I actually think the game was developed for the Vita. Yeah. Yes, I... we've got the three D. We've got the three D map back. That's a nice addition. Bear in mind, the previous game, even on the PS3, this three um, D map is not much to write home about. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. But what <laughs> what happened was was in the um, in the first Z game, which was way back on the PS2, it had a three D map. Yeah. On a Z2 and uh, Z2, which was on the PSP, and Z3, which was on the PS3 and Vita, they kind of shelved the 3D map for a while and changed it to a 2D map. Um, and the only people who used the 3D map were the original generation guys. You know, that's the ones that do tie into Endless Frontier and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I don't know. The weirdest thing to me at the moment about the series is playing it in English. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> I've played, what, 10 Super Robot Wars games now? And this is the only one other than the fan-translated one that I've played in English. Mm. And it's just really weird. Like, my Japanese ability is all right. I'm able to understand. There are things that I'm able to understand. There are things that I'm not able to understand. And while the translation here isn't perfect, because it was kind of, you know, a, an afterthought, practically, um... It's still kind of weird just being able to understand most of it and anything else that could have been covered by, uh, you know, um, translation errors. You know, the brain's capacity for filling in gaps in English sentences usually covers the rest. So so how is, do you like the game? Do you think it's good? Uh, is it yeah, mediocre? No, I really How's it rating? No, I... I, I, to be honest, I think it's one of the... I think I mentioned it last week, so for, even back then, it's probably one of the tightest Super Robot Wars games I've played so far. You know, it, it has looks, a good it cast looks list. It's so bare bones to me. I'm just... I'm worried about it, but maybe it's because focusing on the combat isn't the thing to do. And, oh, I bet you this person has everything turned off to make the battles go faster. Uh, yeah, Probably. Bet you, that's um, you, can do. you know, there is quite a bit of there is a certainly a tactical layer to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to bear in mind the power levels of some of the things you're swinging around. Like my main character is at the moment, at least borderline unstoppable, but that's because I have focused a hell of a lot of upgrades on her and a lot of skills and a lot of upgrade parts. But uh, apparently, according, uh, according to some people, in order to get the decision to get the better ending path towards the end, uh, you do need to have multiple pilots uh, uh, ace status. And they only get ace status if they have at least 60 shot down. You can't, kind of, you can't go for that ending if you concentrate everything onto one person. All right. So, yeah. 
Uh, the only other thing I will mention, I didn't put it on my list uh, because I haven't really played it. Uh, but until tomorrow, if you log into Wildstar, you get three level free level fifty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just in time to to log out and never just, play it again. Yeah, just in time to log out and never play it again. Just 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 as an FYI for anyone for anyone who is ever interested in vanilla WoW and wants to see a group of people try and recreate it with very little success, there you go. <laughs> if you are interested in Super Robot Wars Five, the uh, PS4 version on Play Asia is fifty nine ninety nine uh, US dollars, and the Vita version is sixty one ninety nine. Yeah, I'm looking at Amazon, and they want 90 for the Vita version and 100 for the PS4 version. I would not buy it on Amazon, then. And it's like, nope. Yeah, and you need to make sure you buy the Asia version, because yes. that's the one that actually has is actually translated. If you want Asia version with Chinese subs, that's available for $75.99 on the PS4. Uh, the other thing you can do is sign up for a uh, Singapore PSN account and buy it digitally. Sure. But... But Again, that to, has its own. Yeah. yeah, it has its own. I mean, the only reason I signed up for a PSN one was to redeem the DLC code. Mm. So, uh, the yeah, I don't know. Do you need like a? You're gonna have to get no. points into there or credit cards into there or something. Right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've not tried to buy anything from yeah, them yet. The DLC only is probably easy, but once you have to do purchases, that's when things get harder. Usually. I mean, yeah, you can probably buy point cards, but you have to kind of bear in mind the usual markup that those things usually command. So, yeah, but that's true for the Japanese one as well. For anyone who's bought anything off there, uh, I don't have time right now, Alice. Otherwise, I would totally import Super Robot Wars Five. But given that v. I never v. v whatever, but why V? Because it stands for something very awesome. Voyage. Voyage. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, it's got Yamato in it. Okay. I haven't... So that's the other problem with this, is I need to watch more of these anime series that it's got in there. Because I have not um, seen Yamato. I have not seen Seed Destiny. I have not seen Unicorn, you know? You don't You don't really need to see Seed Destiny. It's oh, crap. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't seen a number of them. Uh, well, I say I haven't seen Cross Ange, because... Um, People tell me, reliable people tell no, me no, it's here, crap. Here, let me walk through this list for you. Inve you tell me if it's crap or worth seeing. Invincible Superman Zambot 3. I uh, don't care for it. It's a 70 super robot show. Invincible Steel Man Ditarn 3. See <laughs> above. Okay. Mobile Suit Gundam Z. Uh, Silver compilation movies. Probably worth catching up on those at the very least. All right. Gundam Double Z. No. It depends okay. on how much. How much do you like Mood Whiplash? Mood Whiplash. Okay. Mood Whiplash. All right. Char's Counterattack. Yeah, I've seen that. That's classic, a movie. right? Yeah. Uh, Mobile yeah, Suit classic Gundam movie. Hathaway's Flash. Uh, that's a novel. I oh, haven't read okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Probably not going to do that. <laughs> Mobile Suit Crossbone Gundam. Uh, that's a manga, and I haven't read it. Crossbone Gundam Skull Heart and Steel Eight. Seven. Same thing. See above. Yeah. Yep. Seed Destiny. You said it was crap. Um, yep. Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zero: Awakening of the Trailblazer. Uh, so that's Gundam Double O's post post uh, plot movie, which I have seen. Gosh. I thought it was quite good, but a lot of people <laughs> don't like it. Okay. You need a spreadsheet for this. Stuff. Mobile's Mobile Suit Gundam UC. Uh, that would be Unicorn. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that. That's pretty good. Okay. You can get over the author's political views at least. The Brave Express Might Gain. 
What? Uh, so so uh, this is a, this is from the same people that brought us Gal Geiger. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I have seen Gal Geiger. Okay. In fact, just go watch Gal Geiger. <laughs> That's a good series. It's not part of this. All right. Martian successor Nadesico, the motion picture Prince of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Not as good as the series. Okay. <laughs> Gitter Robo Armageddon. Uh, good soundtrack. Haven't seen the series. Uh, don't really care for it because giant combining robots were never really my thing. So you're not a Voltron guy? Girl, no. Anything. <laughs> Mazinger Edition Z, The Impact. Uh, not seen that. All right. People told me it's good, though. All right. Shin I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. How much, how, much, how much do you like super robots, basically? Here, here we go. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. What's the difference between a robot and a super robot? Um, you don't want to get in, you don't okay. want to start a discussion on the differences between super robots and real robots with me because it will last hours because this is super robot wars so aren't they all super yeah, robots? I know I know okay no no most of them are reals actually but oh, it, 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 we're getting sidetracked <laughs> Shin Mazinger Zero versus Great General of Darkness I haven't seen that one either it's okay. an OVA Full Metal sure. pa- Panic uh, that's actually a that's actually a pretty good series if you like slice of life mixed with mecha. Okay, what about Full Metal Panic Fumofu? Uh, and... That one's that one's less mecha, more comedy. Chris, it's actually how quite long funny. is this list? Uh, it's almost done. Full Metal okay. Panic: The Second Raid. Uh, I haven't read the light novels that continue okay. the story. I uh, can't remember if Second Raid was animated at any point. I'm gonna assume this is a novel. Full Metal Panic original novel version. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Evangelion 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0. Those are the re-released movies. Yeah, it's the re At least the, the ones that have come I've out seen... so far. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those three. <laughs> yeah. All right, Space Battleship Yamato 2199. Yeah, I so, watched that entirely. And that's a 70s really, anime, really... right? Uh, or... No, it's 2199 is the modern remake. Oh, they remade it. Okay. Yeah, and it's really good. Okay. It's like better yeah. than the original? Yeah, I'd say it's better than the original. Okay, and then finally... Cross Ang, I don't know how to pronounce uh, yeah, that. Yeah, don't, 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 don't Rondo. bother. Oh, okay, don't bother. Okay, so out of all that, we're supposed to watch Space Battle, Yamato, maybe Full Metal Panic, Martian Successor, Nadesico, the original series, not the movie, and that's like it. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> right actually. Well, maybe, a, maybe a couple of. We're gonna Gundam skip ones, all the but... Gundams. <laughs> all right. Oh, I did say Charles Counterattack. Oh, all right, you're right. Charles Counterattack, and maybe Unicorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> there you are. You got you got plenty of watching to do. Well, I mean, not as much to... as I thought I had. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, who needs the switch anyway? Just go and watch Space Battleship Yamato. I wonder if watching the if not watching the rebooted Evangelions and just having seen the originals is going to be an issue. Um, I don't think it will be, but expect things to be slightly different. Different because... characters and yeah. Well, no, no. The character, the thing about the rebuilds is the characters stay mostly the same, and the 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 rebuilds start out the same as the series, and then the plot kind of takes a right turn and goes into completely new territory. Mm -hmm. Roughly, I think it's like halfway through the first one, maybe towards the end of the first one. Oh, okay. And then the second one is almost entirely original content, as is the third. So you get through the DDR moment and then take a right turn, kind of like how. Uh, no, I think it takes a right turn before DDR kicks oh, in. Okay, <laughs> but it does have Kawaru playing things on a piano and being s- sort of very oh. friendly with Shinji. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it goes into fan fiction. Got it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fan service. 
All right. Thank you, Alice. All right. What do we got next? It's, let's do some news, Anna. Beep, we good? Beep, 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 Did we miss anything? Beep. No. Anyone feel? Okay, good. Because it's time for the news. <laughs> Woo. Beep, 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 beep. First up, Dragon Quest Eleven. They put out some plot details. Um, so check this out. In DQ Eleven, your character is like the legend, the reincarnation of a legendary hero, and Eric. like. Yeah, I don't know. They don't say which legendary hero. And then all of a sudden you get to 16 and you're supposed to go meet the king. And then like as soon as you get there, he's like confronts you with guards and they're trying to arrest you and stuff. So it sounds like... Because it the... turns out you're not actually the son of the descendant of the hero. But no, the I figured it I figured it was because the king was the bad guy. Oh. That's, that's my... Th- but we don't know. We don't know. Um, they put out some screenshots. You can check them on the site. Um, also, did you, I didn't realize this. Dragon Quest XI is coming out on PS4, 3DS, and Switch. Yeah. That's multi-platform. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. On Dragon Quest. Yeah. It was a big deal when they announced it for like PS4 and 3DS. It's such a big deal. I blocked it out of my mind as that'll never happen. (laughs) And then later on, they sort of casually added that it was also going to be Switch. Like before we knew what the Switch was. Mm -hmm. Back when it was like, what were they calling it? The What was the code name of the Switch? The NX. Yeah, yeah, they announced it for the NX. I am so conflicted what system I want to get this on. I, uh, I'm going to wait and hear about performance and figure out what... Uh, out of everything listed here, probably PS4. And I'll tell you why. I said this to Anna um, earlier in the week. I think Dragon Quest games are like half about their soundtracks and and that wonderful music and having it hooked up to a home theater system and blasting it and having like all that wonderful glorious sound going through the house that's a big deal for me and i mean here's kind of the thing in our case is this is the first dragon quest game in a, in a long time since like nine really that we both mm-hmm. want to play and so i think what we may end up doing is getting it on the ps4 for chris to play and getting it on the 3ds for me to play Oh, for goodness sake and then just play it on the PS4, lady. No. <laughs> and then we can See, play I, it together. Uh huh. I'm honestly leaning towards 3DS just because I have the entire series portably, and that's how I've been playing them since I don't know, well, like four through mm-hmm. four through nine, pretty much. Yeah, I guess so. So might as well not break the trend. All right, that's fair. Also, I'm so happy it's going back to story-based kind of gameplay like 8. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like 9's story <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, the dilemma that I have with 9 is I remember nothing about it. Um, you had to I go I feel like it was very forgettable. And I can tell you things about 4, 5, and 6, which none of which I completed. You were an angel and you had to go free God from Yeah, and something. you're an angel that lost know. their wings. And let me tell you, that's about the extent of what I remember. Oh, and, and you had And then jobs. you could do a side quest for Santa Claus at some point <laughs> if you got the the holiday <laughs> DLC or something. I don't know. <sighs> All right. Um, let's see. Tokyo Xanadu. We have some dates for that. So June 30th, 2017. It's a Vita game. Yeah. And it's they a, yeah. also sort of reannounced um that the enhanced version. Yeah, so Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus, which is a PS4 PC version, and that's Q4 2017. Yeah. So basically this is um the same people that made Ease in the Legend of Heroes series taking on modern day it's almost like SMT. It's it's Japan after a catastrophic event. 
that almost like that is SMT. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, read the description. Uh. Um, the game takes place in modern day Japan after a huge earthquake devastates Tokyo. Ten years after the earthquake, the mysterious cause is revealed as the emergence of a shadow world called the Eclipse. So how I does mean, this that work? kind is of this, screams SMT. Is this turn-based? Is this first-person dungeon crawler? Um, I don't know how this works. I've been I, looking through the screenshots. I can't tell. Uh. Yeah, I think we might have to wait for someone like Alex. Alex would it. know, and he's in the chat. <laughs> Maybe he'll tell us. <laughs> he's complaining about how much money he spent on Full Metal Panic Blu-rays this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Alex. All right, uh, let's see. So um, if you were waiting for Summon Night 6... Like you, Anna, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, there's a release date. <laughs> there's a release date. What is it? May 23rd, right? Yep. Um, and, PS4 and Vita. Yep. And, and there's some packaging info. Check it out. Yep. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So they're going to have... All right. Let's see if I get through this. Uh, they announced special packaging options for the physical PS4 version, with buyers able to select from box design based on one of three characters, Raj, Amu, or Ist. A fourth design is exclusive to those who pre-order the limited Wonderful Edition. No, ordered. Who? Oh, who ordered the Wonderful Edition. Yeah, is that, you is, can't do that already? This is the one with, that came with the random plushie, and yes, it is no longer available. It, it isn't? Okay, because it says, in addition to the special box art, those who pitch it purchase the initial print run will receive a special voucher oh this is for anybody yes that they can be mailed in to obtain a copy of the game's complete soundtrack on cd for no extra charge that's weird so they couldn't get the cd into the box <laughs> in time <laughs> so you, you you get a voucher in any of these copies um and then you send it in and give them four bucks for shipping and handling they'll mail you a cd all right and then, in addition, they gave a, a voice cast list. Yeah, there's like 30 yep. people on this list. So. And Mac was excited about someone. I don't recognize most of these names. So, I don't recognize any if you're into dubbed anime and video games and stuff, you probably will recognize some names and you might care about. So, we got that up on our site. Go check it out. Uh, let's see. And Ooh. now this is the games Anna should be interested in section. First off, Atlas <laughs> has announced Uda. Oh gosh, Alice, maybe you can help me with saying this word. Uh, wait. Mm-hmm. Utawar- oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Utaware Okay. It's, uh, I felt like there'd be more syllables. Okay. Utaware Rumono. <laughs> U- 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 um, Mask of Deception. It's coming I'm just going to call it Deception. It's coming out here May 23rd, <laughs> which, by the way, didn't we just get a date around May 23rd? Yeah. Is that this is, Summon this Night? Was, no, this, uh, was it? We forgot already. Oh my god! Yeah, it is it. same day as th- Summon Night. So <laughs> wow, uh, that makes a hard choice for me. Yeah, you know, for you. So this is a visual novel. No, is this? Yeah, is this the visual novel slash TRPG? Yes. 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 Yeah, this is on. I have like a list of games that I'm probably going to have to order off of Amazon to get the discount on them because I'm going to want to play them when they're new, and I'm not going to want to download them for a full price. So they have um, they have a trailer that shows some of the story moments. There's a lot of girls with like weird dog ears or something. I don't know what's going on with their ears. And then you you have a, a t- TRPG system that doesn't have any flashes or anything show, showing up too much in the in the battle system footage that was shown off. But it still might be fun. I don't know. It's hard to tell until you play it. Um, the point is, it's half visual novel with like lots of 2D artwork on the screen and text bubbles, and then a bunch of TRPGs, which means, Anna, you want this game. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Well, and here's the thing that interests me, is they announced the sequel to this. They did? Yeah, like yeah. a while ago. Oh, what is it? 
Um, oh, who cares? Mask of Truth. Okay. That the word I can't pronounce. Mono. Little Ware Rumono. Yeah. Um. So they announced Mask of Truth, and then all of a sudden this week they're like, "Yeah, by the way, we're bringing the first game over too, and it's gonna be out in like two months." It's like, where yeah, did that I, come from? Oh. I got really confused when I went to go pre-order this game because I saw the Mask of Deception and Mask of Truth on Amazon. Right, and so here's and, here's the other thing is is this game is only physical on PS4. It's digital only on Vita. No, there's a Vita version. Not for Mask of Deception. Are you sure? Because I I'm looking at it. Mask of I'm Deception. looking at it, Anna. Is it? On Best Buy. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, I Our story it needs on Vita. to be updated then. Well, maybe they're pre-ordering a game that's not available. Because <laughs> I was, I was wanting to pre-order it because they had an art book that came with it, and my confusion was whether or not the, because I didn't realize that there was two games, the Mask of Deception and Masks of Truth, and I was trying to get the one with the um, art book. Which one am I pre-ordering, Anna? Yes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and on Vita, I assume. Yes. Uh huh. <sighs> nope, nope. I just put I just put Tokyo Xanadu Limited Edition cart. I don't know why. <laughs> nope. <sighs> I'm not Here, as interested just, in that one yet. I'm put all three in the cart. Now let's go to the cart. Take out the stuff I don't want. Apparently, people are pre-ordering Udawari Rumonos and Tokyo Xanadu Limited Editions. That's cool. like a common thing people are doing. Okay, so. This is Prime, so I should get a discount. Sorry. Anyway. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do this to you. While you did you're... this to me. So you so got to keep I'm, telling I'm going to talk news. about the next story. Ugh. So we got this crazy press release that Adult Swim Games is putting out a new RPG. I don't yeah. think they've put it's out a It's a sequel RPG to the before. Steven Universe game. No. On mobile, right? No. Oh, is this a different one? This is oh, Kingsway. Well, we'll get to the other thing later. Yes. <laughs> so... You play an opera. I don't even know how to explain this. You play an operating system. You play it through. So there's an operating system. You got to watch the video for this because it's presented like an 80s um, VHS overview of like here's it's like an orientation video or something. It's great. Um, Microsoft Office 20 or 1985. You know, anyway, so in this this vaguely windows 95 ish operating system you bring up windows and in one window is your character's inventory and one window is the map screen and over here are the enemies and they all show up as different windows and you you drag things from one to to another to equip them and it looks really cool and then there's just enough teasing in the video that makes me think that at some point the operating system is going to start messing with you but uh, it looks cool I don't know if you want to play it, Anna, but I definitely want to play I, it. I like want Adrian to get this and play an hour to impress. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when is it coming out? I, summer. Right? Yeah, just summer. I think it's... Are they showing this at PAX, maybe? I don't know. I hope so, because we'll have wheels play it. And then, yes. I think... Um, oh, Ke- well, hold on. Kelly, what sorry. are you saying? I think depending on the price, I might pick this up day one, sight unseen, just because I love games with kind of fourth wall breaking stuff and i have a feeling that this is going to be chock full of that kind of stuff so yeah and then cartoon network not adult twin games announced a steven universe rpg for ps4 so 
Um, there was a mobile game that they put out a couple of years ago called Attack the Light, and me and you played it for like a week and then just completely dumped it. And I, I don't remember people why. really liked it, and I don't remember. I never got into it, but I, I no, I, I never got, tried it. I I'm got sorry. More, you tried it. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't have time. It. And then I don't remember. Zach, why you I did this story. Are you into it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, I've never watched the show. The, the so big, the mobile RPG we... was supposed to be a good turn-based role-playing game on iOS. Yeah, kind of like Paper Mario-esque. And, but um, the, the sequel, um, Save the Light, is going to be I, um, mobile and PC and consoles. Yeah, PC, PS4. Oh, is it actually not mobile at all? No, it's PC, It's only PS4. consoles and PC. Okay. Hmm. You, wait, where are you getting PS4 from? Um, that's what I saw in the announcement. Okay. Well... That's even less... I, I thought it was going to be on mobile as well, but I guess they just want to do a straight up, you know... So, hmm. we haven't seen the show, so maybe uh, we should watch the show. We have seen Steven Universe. A little bit here and there. We love every episode we put on Yeah, no, Steven that's Universe. true, that's true, but we've seen less than 10 We usually episodes. watch it while traveling. We turn on Cartoon Network, yeah. they play like 15 episodes of Steven Universe, <laughs> and we're like, that's really cool, we should watch more of that, and we never do. Um, the, the thing that they're really touting is Rebecca Sugar wrote the story for this game. Who's like a Steven Universe creator, um, right? Yeah, she is the Steven Universe yeah, creator. Good enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anna, you going to catch up on your Cyber Dimension Neptunias at some point? You know what's funny is I was actually looking at my Vita list and the fact that I have Hyper Dimension Neptunia Rebirth 1, 2, and 3 on there means I should probably play one of them. Now, I don't know what this one, how this one... Um, fits into the hyperdimension series well this it's is, it's part of the neptunia series. this is it's cyber dimension Nep-Nep. neptunia four goddesses online <laughs> which spoilers I guess, it's not an online game no of course not but i guess it's making fun of so, online yeah, games so he, yes know. yes it does so basically the four goddesses are playing an mmo so you're playing a game about a game of course so it's dot hack yeah all right and the, all right, this could be good. This could be terrible. I don't know. The, the Neptunia games, as we learned, has traditionally been about the writing, and then a lot of them. So yeah, this is Idea Factory, be... Compile Heart, and Tamsoft. So that's a that's a recipe for disaster, right there, isn't <laughs> that's, it? That's a recipe for everybody <laughs> getting little question marks above their head because uh-huh. who the knows how this is going to turn out? Uh huh. So I mean. I think most of these games kind of come down to how how good the localization is done. Yeah, um, no, that's true. So, so instead of being hyper dimension Neptunia, it's cyber dimension Neptunia because they're in cyberspace. No, because they're cybering. Oh, Chris! No, um, that's for the fans to. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. When's it coming out? Let's not talk. Later this year. Yeah. Is that PS4 all we know? and Steam and and, PC, yeah. and no release date at all. No Vita. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> All right, here's another Anna game. <laughs> I'm telling another. you, this this is the block of games for me. So this one's called the Caligula Effect. Um, it's from Furu, is the developer. Atlas putting it out here. Um, North America and Europe, May 2nd. And it is a turn-based RPG set inside like a cyber world, like a VR world that the main characters are trapped in and it's being ruled over by like an evil AI who wants them all to stay there and be happy. So yeah, this is also touted as like a TRPG. No, not a TRPG, turn-based RPG. Sorry, Um, with with visual novel elements. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is me. Very much Anna. (laughs) But But if it it was TRPG, it would be even better, Anna. Yeah. Uh, but if you want a TRPG, Anna, 
I've got one for you. It's yeah, called you... Regalia of Men and Monarchs. All right. So I watched the video of this because you were like, this has got to be for you, Anna. Mm-hmm. And it actually reminds me a lot of a game that I was playing a couple of years ago on PC. Jooms reviewed them all, and he hates them, but he still plays them. Um, <laughs> what am I thinking of? Um, games that I have installed. Um, Uh-oh. A- Alex in the in the chat room told us we should check the reviews for this one, but I'm not sure which game he was talking about because we moved too fast. Alex, which game do we need to check reviews for? <laughs> All right. Anyway, Anna, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm trying to remember the. There's like a bunch of them, and they're PC. What? Well, a bunch of what? There are a bunch of games that Jooms have played. Yeah. Agarest. Oh. Yes. What so, about Agarest? So they remind. I watched the trailer, and that it looks like Agarest to me. Does it? Yes. Oh, it looks like a indie art styled um, TRPG to me with with town building. Yeah, so that part interested me. Yeah, I mean, look at that. You're the, building the a town. The dilemma that I have is it's PC Mac Linux. So? It's really hard for me to sit down and please play PC games. It's also... <laughs> wait, well, they also have PS4 and Vita versions planned. With an indeterminate release yeah. date. But this game so. looks like it'll run fine on your laptop. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Or my laptop. I, I think <laughs> if we would go laptop and it had controller support. Hey, Anna, don't forget, I can run a cord to the TV, play on the TV. Ooh, does it have controller support? Uh, it. I don't know. So that's going to be not the deal yet. breaker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's I assume it will because most things do, especially games like this. So we'll, we'll right. check after the show. Hey, we'll... Hold on. They, they announced that there's a boxed edition oh, yeah. coming. So if you order the box edition off of Amazon, you get the game, uh, a 36-page art book, a digital version of the codex about the fantastical world you will be exploring, mm-hmm. uh, map of the kingdom. Hey, it's a map, Chris. Mm. Is it cloth? No, it's poster. No, it's, it's paper, a poster. So it doesn't count. Um, two paper craft models. Yeah, I don't want this. And an antique coin. Yeah, I don't want the collector's edition, I but I'll certainly the... be glad to check out the game. Yeah, let's just get the game. Um, there's no prices listed. I don't know. Well, I guess I'll go to Amazon to find out. Um, the coin is interesting looking, I guess, in the physical thing, but whatever. Uh, it is coming out April 27th, and it was kickstarted in 2015. Uh, of men and monarchs, not of mice and men. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I put in of men and monarchs, and all that came back are shoes. Wait, right, shoes, some boots, and now shirts. It's giving me men's fashion. <laughs> Hold on, let me put the full name: Regalia of Men and Monarchs, and see if that works better. Will this appease you, Amazon? Uh, no. Queen Victoria Colette small ear studs Swarovski crystal. So it's showing me crystal <laughs> stud earrings. Maybe you should check in video games. Or maybe it's not available for pre-order I, yet. I thought this will be available through Amazon. It's not available yet. <sighs> Thank you, Regalia. Um, is it on Steam? Hey, Anna. Mm-hmm. I want to let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Alex wrote in to the chat and said Caligula is the game you should hold off and check reviews on. Oh? Yeah. Because uh, apparently it's an action RPG with Cold Steel style story stuffs, and you Ooh. might want to check reviews. Mm. Yeah. Did, is this this week that you decide you hate the you hate all the Trails of games? No. Okay, that was last week. No. Yeah. I tried Trails of Cold Steel. And do you like it? Not yet. Do you like you don't like <laughs> you don't like any of them, man? What are you talking about? We'll see. Uh-huh. I will try it again when I'm more in the mindset. Uh huh. 
Regalia of Men and Monarchs is listed on Steam. No price. So, April 27th. So, so that out. but if you want games with prices, yeah. boy, howdy, do we got some oh, tasties for Oh, no. <laughs> so, PAX is going on, right? Yep. And they had a panel about and Final like Fantasy South 12. And, like, South by Southwest? Oh, this, I thought this was at PAX. Yeah, but I think South by Southwest is going on. Okay, but PAX is where too. this happened. <laughs> they uh, they had a panel about Final Fantasy XII, and they announced, um, or they, they just announced this because it's the first day of PAX. I forget yeah. which. Anyway, they put up a, a press little release little. thing, and then they've got the physical and digital editions of Final Fantasy XII. The Zodiac and Age are announced for forty nine ninety nine. If you get the first print of the physical edition... Um, you get a reversible cover and a um, four-track music compilation and a... Well, I think the music theme. compilation comes with the digital edition and a theme with the digital edition. You don't get that with the physical edition. No. With the physical edition, I'm including a reversible cover on first print copies. Oh, and the very, digital and edition. the digital edition. Yeah. Oh, see? my gosh. So there's like 8 million ways oh, to the, get no, this. No, don't worry. Schwack. Don't worry. We've got you covered, Anna. We got you covered. Um, I need a freaking flow <laughs> There's also a limited steelbook edition coming out. That would be physical. And that comes with a code to unlock the original background music in the game in a, so that you can listen to the old soundtrack instead of the, the remastered soundtrack. However, if you have a lot of money to burn, there's a collector's edition. It's available on the Square Enix online store. It is $199.99. In the collector's edition, you get the collector's box. You get the collector's edition steelbook. Which has different artwork than the regular steelbook. Mm-hmm. You get an original soundtrack CD. Not just a sampler. <laughs> um, <laughs> and is it? It's just a CD, though. It's yeah, one but it's CD. not a sampler. Final Fantasy XII's soundtrack takes more than one CD, Anna. Yeah. Let me tell you. But it's less than like a four track. Okay, great. Whatever. It's still not complete. Right. Um, Judge, Mi- you get a bust set of Judge Magisters. So you have five, five different judges and they sit on your desk and they look like judges and it's just the busts. It's not like full body figures. And <laughs> this is so weird. You get a six card art set. You get like Ash, Vaughn, Bosch, Balthier and Fran, Pinello, and World of Ivalis. So you can throw out the van. You can burn the van and Pinello cards and keep the rest. <laughs> and then a code to unlock the original background music in the game. So for two hundred dollars, they make sure to give you that little code. So that's important. So here's the weird <sighs> thing: is I was looking at these yesterday with a friend of mine, and in Europe there is no steelbook, or at least there wasn't as of yesterday. So the only way for them to get the code to unlock the original background music is to get the $200 collector's <laughs> edition. Now, in all let's circumstances... Hope the, let's hope the music is better so you don't want that. In all circumstances, they are not calling it a code. They are actually calling it original OST DLC. I'm not, oh, really? Yes. So, so you can you, buy it later? Yeah. And so if you look at like these images really closely. Or they'll it give it away later. It background music DLC. Includes <laughs> digital code to unlock original soundtrack background music in game. So the, it's DLC. There's no word if they're going to sell it, if it'll come out free later or what. Um, I anticipate it will be so available later. here's kind of my hesitation is, one, this feels really expensive. No! <laughs> no! I mean, realistically, if you break down, if you remove the cost of the game, the cards are like nothing. And so the busts end up working out to something like $25, $30 a piece. 
<laughs> and I'm looking uh, at must, these, and they look, are they metal or plastic? And that's the problem know. is, is it's like if these are plastic, they are hella cheap. And I can't tell based off of any of these descriptions. And the press release wasn't specific. Oh, enough. I got news for you, Anna. They're plastic because that reduces shipping cost. So I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm looking at these and it's like if they were taller or bigger I, I really in plastic, yeah. if they were smaller and metal. And I keep getting ads on our site to buy ramps and stairs for our pets for the bed. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> Do you know how many ads I get for food box services? Oh, no. <laughs> a lot, right? All right. I mean, I, I'm looking at these bus and they just, I don't know. I, just, I, I am so hesitant and I hate to use this word. They look cheap. Uh, I don't know that they look cheap, but I don't want them. They okay. look like... They, and I mean, please I guess that does write in and tell me, tell me how wrong, wrong we are. Yeah. Okay. I, so, I really wasn't a fan of the judges in that game anyway. If you're wondering so why just, you should spend $200, here's what you get in Final Fantasy XII International Zodiac job system. You get visual upgrades and game rebalancing, um, a turbo mode that increases gameplay speed. Yay for grinding and getting all the, the stuff. And a trial mode that offers end game challenges for experienced players. It's out July 11th. Maybe just spend 50 bucks on it. <laughs> right Anna do you want this you no. don't know you don't know even the regular so right this was the discussion we were having the other day is here is the dilemma that we run into is you don't want to play this again not right now Um, I'll wait for it to be $20 I do want to replay this but I don't know if I want to do it this year because I, mean, I feel like there are so many other games that I want to play but I'm worried that if we don't get the steel book that stupid music DLC is going to be like 20 bucks. Don't worry about it. We don't need it. Yeah, but if you're going to watch me play, you're going to want the original music. No, I probably won't. Are you I, sure? I, no, I, <laughs> I'm just not going to watch you play. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to come in here and play Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, Let's so be I mean, honest. I, I, I think kind of just based off I'll come off out of, for the Belfier cutscenes. <laughs> I think just based off of that back and forth, we should wait. Yeah, I think so. All right. <laughs> and, and I'm annoyed. By what? Because oh. Anna hasn't as well have the steel book or not. Say what about the steel book? Can you say that again? I got cut and, off. And Amazon hasn't updated as to whether or not it's going to have the steel book edition or not. It looks like it's um, going to be it Square does. Enix exclusive. At I first, just pre-ordered then, it yeah, like an hour ago. It showed it show it showed up yesterday and then disappeared after half an hour. Because so I was watching people is, like without a picture. I just pre-ordered it like an hour ago, so at least on like the American Amazon, I, it, it is, was up. Yeah, I just look at it now. Bestseller, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, Limited Steelbook Edition, PS4. Right here. So you can you can do, okay. go do it right now, Kelly. No, I need to pre-order this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the other one. So while Kelly is working out her pre-order woes... Oh, boy. Should we talk about getting oh. naked in Persona 5? How about you tell me how much money I'm supposed to spend on this game? Because I'm really confused. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal is Persona 5 has gotten a lot of DLC in Japan. Oh, my God. And um, most of it is um, just visual stuff. So like costumes and background music. A couple of them are demon sets. Um... So, they Atlas did announce the North American DLC schedule and pricing. Um, basically, April 11th, 18th, 
25th and then May 2nd, there's going to be sets every week. Um, you got to pay for all this crap. Yep. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the swimsuit set is free. The April 25th Persona 5 swimsuit set is free. But um, let me fire up my calculator really quickly and make sure that I... That so I... while you calculate, let me go through this. April 11th, you get... There's three different demon sets. They're three bucks a piece. And then there's two Persona 3... There's a Persona 3 costume and BGM set and a Persona 4 costume and BGM set. Those are seven bucks each. So that's the way if you want to dress your characters like the other games and somehow have more music from those games show up in this game. On April 11th, there's another demon set for three bucks, a Persona 2 costume BGM set for seven bucks, and then the Shin Megami Tensei Persona costume BGM set for seven bucks. The 25th, you got a Persona 4 Dancing All Night costume BGM set, seven bucks. The free Persona 5 set, and then the SMT4 costume BGM set, seven bucks. And then finally, May 2nd, Catherine costume BGM set, seven bucks. Devil Summoner Raido Kuzanoa, which I did not expect, I'll be honest. Costume and BGM set, <laughs> seven bucks. So, like, all the personas are showing up in this persona. And even an SMT game. <laughs> and I don't know what Devil Summoner counts as. Counts as. Oh, Anna, still calculating? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm doing the last one right now. All right, so if you were to buy all of the DLC, uh huh, it would be sixty five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's more than the price of the game. I don't think I've ever. Oh spent wait, no, 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 on... hang on. Eight times a, seven is fifty six plus twelve is sixty eight, right? Hang on, uh, sixty four eighty nine plus two ninety nine. I lied. Sixty eight dollars. Okay. I'm glad we had the calculator for that. Uh huh. <laughs> Shut up. I did it faster in my head. <laughs> Screw you. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> what? Eight times seven? Yeah, eight times seven is plus four times three. <laughs> Why are we still focusing on that? All right. So, anyway, 68 bucks. So, more than you spend on the game, potentially, yeah. on DLC. That Let's be honest. You don't need all this DLC. So, you don't have to do it. No. But, but the, the just, demon sets you're going to want. I know you're going to want the demon sets. Yep. So that's 12 bucks right there. Mm-hmm. What else are you going to want? Mm, I don't know. Maybe the... Catherine? Pers- oh, that's mm-hmm. really tempting. Yeah, I figure. I mean, uh, the P3 or P4 sets, maybe. Okay. Because, you know, you need your Persona 5, your new Persona 5 game to look like the old Persona games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And see, and see that's, that's the other thing is it's like, I think I'm going to have to really look at screenshots and see what they look like. And, you and don't get a... need this. You don't need this. You don't need this. I want the demons. Get the demons. Okay. I, I understand the demons. Okay. You don't need the rest. Okay. Kelly, tell me why Gladiolus is so dreamy. Oh, that open shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she had a reason. Double. All right, cool. <laughs> so episode Gladiolus had, um, the footage is out at PAX. So uh, it's coming out later this month and you can see videos on the, on the onlines. So if you want to see the first 15 minutes of Gladiolus, it's out there. All right. And now some briefs for you. Uh, first off, the new Tokyo Twilight Hunters release for PCs coming out Steam March 17th. Just want to let you know about that. Um, in Japan, The Alliance Alive, which is a game that we're following for some reason from Furyu, who does that game we talked about earlier. Um, the Utuarari Mono game, right? Uh, no, that's Aqua Plus. Who does Furyu? 
Uh, Tokyo Xanadu, right? No. Caligula, maybe? Nope. <laughs> Keep um, failing. Uh, which one was it? I knew they did one. Oh, no. Was it Caligula? <laughs> yes. Caligula effect. All right. So uh, the, the same company is putting out a game in Japan, and it got delayed to June 22nd. So, um, oh, I Wheels see. Oh, this is so confusing because so they're developers sad. and then there's publishers. Furio is the de- publisher in Japan. The developer, this is the follow-up of the Legend of Legacy people. Yes. This is from Cattle Call. Okay. And got delayed in Japan. And you don't Wheels care. Most so people listening to this don't care because uh, Wheels hey, is sad. I, All right. I, I call them a masochist. I want an English sequel to that game. To Legend of Legacy? Did you like Legend okay. of yes. Legacy? All right. Okay. Yeah. I did. Well, it's been delayed in Japan, which means you're gonna have to wait even longer. It's not been announced here. Anyway. I mean, the the Aww. thing that the thing that makes this delay sad is like, if it's launching in Japan in June, the chances of it having an E3 announcement are tiny, because mm-hmm. it means that they won't have enough time to put together like a slice of English for E3 demos. Katakawa Games and NS America have announced the worldwide release date of God Wars Future Past has been delayed. So that'll be out now in sometime between June 16th and June 22nd, depending on your region. Um, so that's been delayed if you were looking forward to God Wars. Um, we've got a big indie update on the site that I just want to point out so you can learn about Neurovoider, Prevent the Fall, Forged Blood, Spy DNA, Moonfall, and Smile Game Builder. Go check those out. We got... Uh, write-ups and, uh, and some uh, videos for each of those. So go and check then them out. Mac put out issue nine of his Final Fantasy 30th Adventure Journey. Yeah. 30th Anniversary Journey. I think he put out a couple issues this week. So. Uh, did he? Oh, and I guess eight was last week, technically. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Mac uh, is our editor-in-chief, and he is basically um, spending all of 2017 playing at least one Final Fantasy game every week and he spends an indeterminate amount of time on them but he uh, he is currently moving his way through Final Fantasy 9 mm-hmm. alright uh, we've got some messages of the day people replied to our question of the week last week of what would convince you to buy a Switch Strawberry Eggs wrote in and said me having enough time to play console games <laughs> I play maybe 3 or so hours a week these days though I would jump at the chance to get that upcoming Fire Emblem Switch game a sequel to Tokyo Mirage Sessions or even a port of the first game Friday that gets an English dub track or the next Devil Survivor game I disregard my backlog for games I really really want all the time Victor says a new Super Mario RPG is probably the only thing that would get me to buy a switch right now none of the switch exclusives look interest me and i have a backlog of games to play already including 3ds wii u ps4 older mario platformers and the everlasting time sink that is world of warcraft shaman wrote in said i had to buy one for site work he's over at nintendo world report uh, if it wasn't for that i think the combination of puyo puyo tetris and the disgaea 5 game of the year edition might have caused me to pick one up inflated local price or no he's in canada so yeah. cost more there oh yeah Lord Golbez says, uh, on the question, uh, it would take both a price drop and more games. Considerably more games. I'd probably do it if they put all worthwhile Wii and Wii U titles as downloadable titles, made them available for reasonable prices. I definitely expect to not pay more than $20 for Wii games or even older Wii U games, and included sufficient storage space to make this a reasonable way of getting all these games without the issue of constantly having to delete and re-download games. As for now, I'll just wait for the successor to the 3DS. Which kind of launched a conversation yeah. about mini SD cards in the thread because they're not that expensive. No, but I think what he wants isn't going to happen. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, all those downloadable titles for cheap prices, no. 
nah. That's not the Nintendo way. Nah. All right, let's see here. Uh, JScarp says, for me, it's not whether or not I'll buy a Switch, but when. Xenoblade 2 and Fire Emblem Switch are plenty to get me to over the hump, so I'll probably uh, get one late this year or early next year. Hopefully by waiting, I'll be able to resist the urge to buy mediocre launch games like Bomberman and rehashes I already own like Mario Kart 8 Plus. All right, so we also asked our question of the week on Twitter, and we had some responses. Um, JC Servant said, make it cheap or free to bring over games I already bought on other Nintendo stores. Uh, Joe said, Persona or other awesome Atlas exclusives. And John said, uh, for me, it would be Splatoon 2, the promise of GameCube games on the go, and Dragon hopefully Dragon Quest X. Breath of the Wild is really good, too. <laughs> and then over on Facebook, BB Walk says, JRPGs, JRPGs, JRPGs. And David says, more RPGs, and if they fix all the problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little unspecific <laughs> yeah I don't know you might want to prioritize your problems and say what they are if you want to really help us with that conversation just, there just, just fix them just fix them just fix it just fix, fix it. what's broken guys just I understand what the problems he's referring to are like the left joy con and, and other things but and the yeah, no. you should actually screen. say what the things you care about most are so you know it's it's more relevant uh, all right, here's what's coming out this week. Actually, first off, if you want to write in and, and do uh, do your question of the week, um, actually, we need to move this up to be right after feedback in general. So we're going to make a change here, and I'll put this on the template too. If you'd like to write in, there are three ways to do it. Podcasterrpgamer.com is the email address. 608-729-4098 is the phone number. And then um, additionally, we have... Um, What's it called, Anna? We have the uh, forums. Forums.rpgamer.com is where you can find the show thread and go put it in there. So if you would like to um, answer a question, I have one for you. It is, do, do you pre-order games? And if so, what's the last game you pre-ordered? I thought that was really relevant considering that several of us pre-ordered games during the podcast. Yeah, for me, it's Udorari Romomo. No. <laughs> And for Kelly, it's um, Final Fantasy XII. Final Fantasy XII Steelbook. <laughs> What's the last game you pre-ordered, Zach? Uh, the Final Fantasy XII Steelbook. Uh, in yeah, the middle he of was this, the one recording that... this. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was the one that confirmed it was up. <laughs> Alice, did you... Uh, oh, Alice took off. Never mind. I don't know what Alice pre-ordered last, but uh, something, I'm sure. Uh, dinner, apparently. We actually pre-ordered <laughs> lunch, Anna. Yes, we did. Yeah, so it should be sh arriving soon. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> all right, so here's uh, here's uh, here's uh, what's coming out this week. All right. Uh, here's what's coming out this week. Danganronpa 1-2 Reload, retail on PSN. Are you getting that? Uh, yeah, we yeah, pre-ordered pre it. it. Yeah, me. that's right. <laughs> Speaking of games we pre-ordered. Clicker Heroes is hitting Xbox One. All right. Clicker Heroes, <laughs> idle RPGs on a console. I love it. Um, Daviria Heroes of Eternal. Uh, here he is... Daviria Heroes of Eternity. And that is spelled D-A-V-Y-R-I-A. -A. That is an RPG on Steam. Go check it out. See if it's your thing. I can't speak for it, but it's coming out this week. And you can see videos of it there. Streets of Rogue is an early access sort of RPG, semi sort of GTA thing. It's weird. I put it on there because it looked close enough. You might want to check it out. The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus is listed to come out on the Switch this week. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um... um. That's on one site I saw that. I don't that was on Game Informer's site that may or may not be accurate. But Hang uh, on. I'm somebody did actually 
Oh, they got a final date on that? Yeah. Um, well, if it's March 17th, then it's this week. Um, additionally, um, Star Trek Bridge Crew is supposed to be out for the PSVR Ooh. Rift and Vive. Ooh, indeed. So if you can find three other people with like VR helmets, you can have <laughs> oh. quite the party. Um, yeah, come over to our place, Zach. We've got a we got a we got a rift here. Oh, you got a rift? I, I have a, I have PSVR and oh. uh, looking for excuses to use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one of them. Assuming this Res- actually happens. Resident Evil was the last excuse I had. So. Yeah, looks like it is Friday the seventeenth for um the thing the 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 afterbirth. Finding yes. Isaac. That could be fun on the Switch. I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna convince me to turn off Zelda though. Um, well, then I'm pretty sure it's not gonna. Con- I'm pretty. <laughs> you don't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that game's more cartoony, gross, like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I think I have to retract Bridge Crew because I'm on Ubisoft's site and it says May 30th now. So <laughs> okay, this uh, this Game Informer list was incorrect. So goodbye, Bridge Crew. I'm sorry. My 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 PSVR continues to sit on. <laughs> our, our rift is kind I'll, of. I'll replay Resident dust, Evil in between Zelda so, or something. So <laughs> yeah, our rift is in its original packaging. It's been used, but I put it back in there, keep it safe because it's we kind were, of we waiting for. Gonna, it's someday. waiting for VR we were, to be a thing. We were going to ship it to someone because it sounded <laughs> like Zach. there was going to be a whole bunch <laughs> yeah, of RPGs. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. All, when yeah, at this point you've got the PSVR. Like, yeah, there's, there's a no launch point. RPG, and there's like more stuff that's coming, and then nothing. I was just really lazy about it for forever, but now at this oh. point there's like nothing. Yeah, yeah, well, at this point, like so far, no one seemed to have a like. Let's make an RPG for the VR, but no one seems to want to. There's like, that one like, game. We'll Fallout, there's that one dark. We'll make Fallout. We'll make Fallout Four in VR. Uh huh. And then was there a wait? What were you saying? There is that for, uh Chrono. No, what's it called? There's that one game that's like an RPG that came out like at launch for the Rift. Right, Chronos or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. It, it, it was the one you wanted someone to check on the site, but no one got around to it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Sounds like that's okay. <laughs> Nobody. <Yeah. laughs> it's not making waves in gaming history. So no, I, I no I, all the all the VR stuff people care about seems to be like one to two hour like proof of concept games mm-hmm. so yeah i don't yeah you know what i'm gonna do with my vr there are two things two things Oop. two things yeah two things i would do with my vr helmet one is i would play through uh that new mist game that came out Ooh. um abduction abduction because that has yeah. a vr mode i'd try it out i don't know if i'll play the whole thing or not but I'd at least try it and then that would be pretty good and then the uh, super hot vr would be the other one for me yeah, there you go. <laughs> Super hot. Super hot. Uh, well, it's nice to know that thanks to my motion sickness, I'm not missing out on much. No, it doesn't sound like you are at all. No, not 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 yet. No, the uh, it's it's not quite there yet as much as you'd like it to be. Yeah. Or the 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 software support isn't at the very least. Oh, poor VR. Maybe maybe when cordless happens. So Maybe the Rift finally... dropped in price, by the way. Like, now you can get it for the price it used to be. Now it comes with, like, um, Oculus Touch sensors and stuff. And the Oculus Touch sensors are down to 100 bucks as an add-on. Well, and so... remember, there's an injunction against selling them at the moment no, that hasn't no, there been isn't. resolved. No, there is not an injunction because they are able to sell them. Um, <laughs> an injunction has been filed. Mm. It hasn't been resolved. Yeah, okay. The, but the, the injunction has not been put into place. 
So yeah, I think I think and, I don't think that's how the terms work. But whatever, it's yeah. So now if you want a rift, it's four ninety nine, and touch is ninety nine, or you get it both for five hundred ninety eight. Yeah, just just a hundred more than a PSVR, which just, is not bad at all. Yeah, except maybe you know you don't need this right now. <laughs> Well, I, I meant for somebody looking for VR. And like, I get new Rift headphones. O- Oculus price matches what you get out of it uh, quite a bit more than it used to. Yes. And like, the like f- before Vive it was more is an like, option too, of course. Yes. Well, yeah, that, that's what I meant. Like before it was the Oculus was a little, like not cheaper enough compared to the Vive, which seemed a little more fully featured. Mm-hmm. And then you had PlayStation VR, which is the weakest of the three like dedicated ones. But let's be honest for people playing rpgs these things are not not anything you need oh they're, they're yeah they're they're basically dead on arrival yep. like that that fallout 4 vr thing hasn't even happened yet so there's really nothing to even talk about like <laughs> yeah all right well anyway so um everyone who all right i need to know what you're playing this week zach uh more near more zelda more near more zelda kelly more Zelda finishing up DQ8. Yeah. Don't know what I'm going to start next. Okay. Anna? Um, I'm going to finish Shelly. In fact, I'll probably finish it this weekend. And then I did a poll on Twitter to see what TRPG Vita game I should play next. Mm. Uh, but Danganronpa 1 and 2 is out this week. My answer is Udo Rari. It's not out till May. Oh, okay. You're going to play Breath of the Wild this week. I'm going to play so yourself. much Zelda and Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> it's just not even funny. It's, yeah. And Alice probably doing 11 PSO2 and Super Mario Wars, but she's uh, not around right now. Uh, that's it. That's our show for the week. Thank you, everybody, for being on. Thank you, Zach, for joining us. It was very nice to have you. Oh. Please feel free yeah. to come back on more. Um, <laughs> don't you just want to do will. this every Saturday morning instead of sleep? Uh, not not every Saturday morning. <laughs> <but> if, <laughs> we'll try and pick. But if there is if if there is a game I want to talk about, I'd yes. be more than willing. To. Yes, please. Um, and then Kelly, thank you for being on Anna Marie, and you, dear listener, for listening at home. We're gonna be here next week. Until then, don't forget that question of the week: Do you pre-order games? And what's the last thing you pre-ordered? Podcastrpgamer.com. Till then, follow us on Twitter at the website. And um, where else should they follow? Six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Just you know what? Just call in with random calls this week. I don't even care. Just use that damn phone number. Six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Make me have to dig up my adapters and hook it up for the show next week. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at rpgamer.com slash la- no Twitter dot what's it twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Is that where we are now? Anna. Hmm? She's not even paying attention. <laughs> I guess we're done. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. I missed the question.